Jake, I want you to know that I spent the last 48 minutes coming up with arguments for why my things weren't the absolute worst selections for the game of the year. <laughs> I mean, as soon as I saw, like, literally I saw yours and I went, that can't be right. I must be looking at the wrong year. <laughs> Welcome to The Forecast, a bi-weekly podcast produced on Thursdays. Co-hosted by a community of people who love exploring and discussing all kinds of things from video games and board games to film and TV to our everyday life experiences. Uh, if you would like to know more about what we do, you can follow us at facebook.com forward slash wearethehorizon community or you can check out our website at wearethehorizon.com or, you know, forever on there, you can come hang out on our Discord channel. Uh, if you do go to our website, we have a ton of original content on there for you to browse through. And additionally, everything we talk about uh, is in our cast notes, which gets pushed out to whatever podcasting app you are using. I'm Aaron, and I'm joined by a couple of additional people. Uh, Alex. Hello. Jake John. That me. Caleb. Ooh, that's me. And Owen. How's it going? And like we're just continuing our tradition, we're going to go ahead and start with Alex time, because that's our brand new segment that he <laughs> definitely prepared for for this podcast. Yeah. I've... I prepared for it. This time we're talking about best games of the decade. It's going <laughs> to take an hour and two hours. <laughs> and we're skipping the podcast. The we're just skipping the podcast next next time when we do the best no, games of the I decade? No, didn't, I didn't actually prepare one. Why so. didn't you prepare? This is a new segment. I thought we were doing this for real. I didn't really think we were doing anything but game wow. of the year, so I didn't wow. think about it. Wow. Well, okay, we're never doing this segment again. So if you want to go listen <laughs> to Alex time... Make sure you go check out the last two forecasts that we recorded, because that's the only ones we're going to do. Let's start with what we start with, though. What have you been playing lately, Caleb? Sure. Uh, I recently got back into some Slay the Spire, because they released a new character. I think they're called the Watcher, but their big thing is they have multiple different stances that they can go into, which makes the game pretty interesting, because there's one stance where you take and deal double damage, which is very dangerous for that game, because maintaining your health is like a really important part of that game. So it makes for pretty interesting runs. So if you like Slay the Spire and haven't gone back in a while, I'd suggest doing it. New character's cool. I've been playing some Noida, another roguelike game. Uh, Noida is a roguelike where everything is... What do you even call it? Not voxel-based, really, right? Somebody help me with that. Alex it's it's sand-based. Sand sand-based, that's what you call it. I think they say that on this. It's like Spider-Man. Do, uh, do you remember those old, weird, like, games you could find that was just particles as pixels, and they would interact in various different ways? Because it's basically that in a roguelike video game. I mean, you pick up all sounds these... terrible. <laughs> uh, it's interesting because all of the environment interacts with all of your abilities. So you have some abilities that, like, are bombs, and you can just blow up various areas. And some materials blow up a lot easier than others. And you have wands that light things on fire. So you can shoot it at a big vat of beer. And it'll like light and explode. And kill monsters around it. It is very, very difficult. I've made it to like the third area. Maybe. 
I play it quite they a few times. They say every pixel is simulated. Yeah. Physically simulated. Thing. With whatever properties that pixel picture has. It looks like it is. That's a lot. It's a lot of simulating. Yeah. So that gets pretty cool. I've been playing some Unrailed with Sam, Cassie, and Alex. Uh, it's a train game, so Jake will be excited about it. It's got a train that's com- constantly driving, and you have to build tracks in front of it, like as it's driving, to stop it from exploding. And you have to like cut down trees and mine ore, and then combine them to make tracks, and then pick up the tracks and lay them out in front of the train. And your goal is to make it from station to station on a side-scrolling map. So it's a what? crafting train game? The crafting train game. Man, I yeah. think I would actually rather die. <laughs> Did they <laughs> have this? It's a lot of fun. It's kind of PAX like this last year. Overcooked. Yes. Dish. Okay. It yeah, was I a PAX. It, it sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, it's kind of it's kind of overcooked e because you're like smashing into each other and making making each other drop all of their stuff and. It's a lot of the to... same like, like uh oh somebody needs to get wood because or you know if it was over overcooked they'd be like somebody needs to get fish because. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah, because you know why. Why do you keep saying because without <laughs> giving any... The game, you just need things. You need you stuff to, to complete. You, you need it just for reasons. Basic game mechanics. Reasons are not important. Yeah, it's irrelevant. Owen, what have you been playing? Uh, well, I've been playing a little bit of Overwatch because of the uh, New Year's event that's happening, the Chinese New Year's event. Um grinding through some more of the casino heist because it's just really easy to fun to pick up and play for like 20 minutes and do one of those then go play something else uh and uh i've tried to play more red dead redemption 2 i put it now another about Mm. i'd say 10 15 hours into it uh and then realizing that it's probably the worst fucking game ever made uh it promptly deleted it off of my computer (laughs) <laughs> Worst game ever made. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's probably this, not true. Is, oh, this the oh, podcast we're doing uh, in six weeks from today is the uh, worst no. game ever made? Because <laughs> I don't think that we should create that kind of negative space in 2020. You opened this door. <laughs> it's 2020 <laughs> now. Sure what are you doing? <laughs> but uh, just, I, I just, I have so many complaints about this game. It is so fucking bad. I do not understand how anybody played this game and thought "Mm, 10 out of 10 best thing i've ever fucking seen because this is utter fucking garbage i mean Uh, some people like fallout 76 you can't account for this (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's true but at least fallout 76 teaches you how to use all of the mechanics correctly have a core gameplay loop that makes fucking sense and also the tiny bit of plot that's actually in that game makes more coherent sense of why you're doing the things that you're doing than anything inside of fucking Red Dead Redemption 2. I just I don't understand why we're falling around the most idiotic motherfucking leader I've ever seen that cannot put two cents together to think of a good idea and then his catchphrase of it's just one more heist, Arthur. No, it's always... We've been through this for the past 10 fucking heist was one more heist. And then it was all like, well, we need one more because we need more money. No, we don't. We lost half the fucking people that we needed the money for. Like, literally, half the fucking camp is dead at this point. So, I don't know why we need more money. I'm pretty sure we have enough. 
like use it for himself. Just, yeah, I just and there are so many opportunities where people are just like, "Hey, if you rat this dude out, you could probably save everybody inside of your group. You would just be betraying your leader." And I'm like, "Yeah, where's the fucking yes button? I want to accept this deal. Like, I will shoot this dude in a heartbeat to save everybody else because he is just." utter fucking trash and i do not understand why we stick with him help him out do literally anything for him or like half the people in the fucking camp because they're all idiots they're all bad they're all dumb i don't i don't get it like one dude goes on a murderous rampage through an entire fucking town and you're just like "Mm, better help him out next time and i'm like no why there's there's no (laughs) point which is for fucking not, why for not wanting like a negative space to start out 2020 on things <laughs> that was like a soapbox rant <laughs> oh no i've got i have literal pages that i wrote my friend that recommended that i play this game that i sent to them because i was like no this is garbage i'm gonna go back to playing other things now well, I mean, i'm sure they won't it. uh send you anything else so well, yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, I can go back to playing games that I actually like. Uh, Alex, how about you? What have you been playing? Sure. Um, Caleb, while you mentioned Unrailed, um, we also finished Police Stories. Oh, worth, we did. M- worth mentioning. Yeah. Uh, that game's pretty cool. Got a very talked- obvious plot, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is that the one that looks like uh, Hotline Miami, but you're playing as the police? Yeah. yeah. Kind of. Okay. Yeah. It's like pretty like slow and tactical compared to Hotline Miami. Man, like two missions in, it's like, oh, got it. The players like understand what's happening in the plot, and the characters for the next like ten missions are like, wait, is there a mole in the police? Is someone bad? And the whole time you're like, yes, somebody's been bad since the second mission. Like, <laughs> figure it out, guys. <laughs> and like second to last mission, they're like, oh, there's someone bad in the police force. Yeah. We're like, yeah, uh-huh. where you been? Mm-hmm. Where you been? Pretty obvious. <laughs> Gameplay's fun, though. You get a bunch of gadgets in that game. That's cool. Yeah. It's cool. We talked about it last time. We don't really like, go into it yeah. too much. Um, I also picked up Spin Rhythm, which is a new rhythm game. No way. You picked up a rhythm game? Yeah. <laughs> no. Say it ain't so. This is, this is a rhythm game where I had to start on normal difficulty, and I'm still losing levels. This game is hard. <laughs> Your brain doesn't understand how to play this game. So basically, it's got like a a Guitar Hero track that has stuff coming down, right? Like rhythm game. Uh, and then at the bottom, there's like a wheel. And you use your mouse to like... You move your mouse back and forth to spin the wheel. And you can like... You click and hold to like move the wheel, right? And then you can like throw it to the right and let go, and the thing will just like spin forever. So there's like sections of the songs where it's you've got to line up the blues and the reds with the things on the wheel. There's like sections of the wheel that are blue and red. And then there's sections of the songs where it's like you just got to spin it to the right. So you just like whip it to the right. It feels really good. Or spin it to the left or like whatever, you know. And then doing all that in quick succession, along with sometimes you have to like, um, Instead of just lining it up, you have to actually tap. And there's other parts on the higher difficulties where you have to use spacebar on these, like, you know, bass note parts. Um, It's just really messing with my brain. I can't quite get it. It's really fun, though, and satisfying when when you, like, click with a part. 
it kind of tricks you into thinking you're like DJing or something. Hmm. Did you play Thumper? Yeah. How does it compare? Um, similar. It feels a little similar. I think I think this is different. Okay. It's it's a different thing. I don't know. Thumper. As much of a rhythm game as it is, it feels like less of a rhythm game just because the music is so abstract and it's more yeah. like a. It looks more like a racing game almost. Right. This is straight up like a new style of like DDR Guitar Hero or something. Okay. Spin, spin rhythm racing? No. Spin rhythm. Spin rhythm, okay. Spin rhythm. Racing is my other thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because I got a wheel. Um, okay. Oh yeah, forgot. I got a Thrustmaster T three hundred RS GT. Thrustmaster. Thrustmaster is a brand, sir. Okay, uh, <laughs> like a sex harness. Yeah. Of. <laughs> uh, yeah. I got a racing wheel, and so I've been like in VR in Project Cars two and Dirt uh, Rally and. Assetto Corsa and stuff like that, trying to figure out how to race, and it's very difficult. Is Dirt Rally any more fun in VR than it is regular? <laughs> I would say in VR with a wheel, I would say it's better, yes. Because I did not like that game at all when yeah, we played it's it. because it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a different experience, though. Is there still a person shouting in your right ear constantly? There is, and Three, two, I, haven't, I haven't looked up what any of that jargon means, so he's just spouting random crap. You, you, ne- you don't understand like, any of it um, until he gets to don't cut, and then you're like, all right, I'm cutting this, and then <laughs> there you go. And you're like, oh, cut. don't cut, don't cut. <laughs> and also, I'm trying to track, like, he's like, all right, this turn, that turn, this turn, that turn. I'm like, all right, did we pass those yet? Or, like... <laughs> How far ahead of this is he? Yeah. And what is 150? What do the numbers mean? 50, right, 150. I'm like, what? You... That'd be the degree Beaters, of turn, maybe? right? No, that's the speed. <laughs> yeah, I take that turn 150 miles an hour. <laughs> Makes sense. It's just a slight curve. Man, can you imagine like the people that do that in real life? That must just be the most freaking stressful, crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know, 45 seconds of your life. I don't know how long those races are. I can't imagine they're super long. They're they're a few minutes. Are they a few minutes? Okay. I mean, I I I would just probably be stressed yeah, out. It, like it seems like it would be incredibly scary. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Like, I already get that weird little gut feeling when I'm going like 160 miles an hour and then there's like a hairpin turn. I'm like, oh, wait, he said hairpin. And then I'd slam into a tree. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I imagine it's worse in VR. Yeah. Slowing down rapidly in VR feels super weird. We need to get you some like. like, Yeah. Like hydraulics and get you on a chair so that when you're like making corners, it's like pushing your chair to the left and you're having oh, to like yeah. super I mean, they have those. <laughs> yeah, I looked into those. They're oh extremely my gosh, expensive. Of course you did. Are they also Why made by Thrustmaster? Racing stuff, you're going to look into everything that there is just in yeah, case. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. in case it's not super expensive. Like fifteen to $30,000 range oh if you gosh. want. Oh my If God. you want something like that. Well, at that point, you just buy the one where the like the chair is held by like a gyro arm on the back, and it's tilting you <laughs> as you're going. And that way, you can also play flight games, not just racing games. Mm. Mm. The one that goes all the way upside down. Yes. Does it? Yeah, you have to be strapped in. <laughs> I've been Let's in see. one of those. They're cool. Ridiculous. 
Uh, I have been playing a couple things. Overwatch, of course. Uh, been playing a lot of competitive matches and losing with Jake. Um, <laughs> don't bring it up. <laughs> I swear, we used to be, like, good. I don't know what happened. You guys um, stopped playing with me. <laughs> oh, that's definitely it. It's yep. not worth it. You know what? I'm <laughs> Um, we don't ever mention this, but I've also been playing a lot of, uh, divisionally, uh, Divinity Original Sin 2, the Definitive Edition. Um, we haven't been playing the actual campaign, but we've been playing a campaign that was built by one of our friends, and it is just, we were talking about this the other day, we put, we put so many extra hours in Divinity at this point, just because we're playing new content that was developed by somebody else. It's not even the original base game. And I freaking love that game. It's just so well built. It makes me sad that we never actually finished the base campaign for the game the i was talking to jake about well, this the other yeah, day and jake is like we could probably just finish it in like one play session it's not that yes. much more what and i was like why have yeah. we not done this yeah why have we not done this why would we we've got a good thing going where we just don't play it ever again and we don't talk about it <laughs> i don't like that we need to play it i need to finish it i need to know what happens i don't know why we didn't Keep playing it. They probably save the world or something. It's not important. Maybe. It's, it's you probably like right. save the world and then there's like a, oh, but you got to fight each other to see who's going to be the real winner. That's it's not like you, You've there. seen the Hunger Games, right? It's like <laughs> as, as somebody yeah. that's actually beaten the end of that game, I can tell you, you don't fight your friends. Uh, I will it say, seems I like I remember I'm... killing myself on Jake. <laughs> <laughs> My shining I believe moment. One shot. I was so happy. I mean, they make us fight each other like halfway through the game. Mm -hmm. Like a lot. I think there's like three times. Yeah. Yeah. So. I will say the I, I have not felt in the base game, with the exception of being tossed on lava during that one battle, mm. um, that anything <laughs> has been as complicated as the boss fights we've had in this campaign that sam's been running oh my gosh because they're they're he's a masochist oh yes, my god he absolutely is These oh did you just defeat 30 enemies here let's go to the next deck on this ship here's 30 more good luck in the meantime we have like he's got, he like, got just... upset with us surviving everything so he put in like an invisible uh invulnerable enemy that holds the initiation order so we can't heal in between fights <laughs> Which means also we didn't get our armor back in between fights, yeah. which is a huge detriment <laughs> yeah. in that game. Yeah. We still survive somehow. He wants to kill we us did. all, I swear. I'm sure he does. <laughs> he's probably sure... tired of running it, and he's like, I just want to kill him. I don't think he's tired of running it. I think he wants to see what happens if we all have to roll new characters. <laughs> because Cassie's like, well, it's not fun if we all die for you either. And he's like, oh, I'm sure you guys would be okay with new characters. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I wonder he wants she to kill us. Say, she was like, "Don't, don't kill anyone." He's like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "Well, just, do, just don't kill anybody else, because one of us is already dead, and we only had one <laughs> resurrection scroll." Uh, very excellent, Jake. How about you? What have you been playing? Oh, okay. You already talked about how bad we are to everyone. <laughs> yeah, and pretty much everything else I've been playing, we're about to talk about like a lot. Yeah. No. Uh, okay. I finished Fair. Resident Evil Two. I really like nice. that game. I'm playing more Sekiro. I have mixed feelings on that game. <laughs> and yeah, I'll save the rest for later. Okay. Well, if you have been listening in the past and you're here to listen again, this is our Game of the Year edition podcast where we cover all of the games that we like to play in 2019 and what we think are the best. How we've done it for the last two years, this is our third year running, is each person... Actually, I don't know if we did this the first year, but whatever. The last two years we've def definitely been doing where each person submits 
five games that they think are game of the year. And we also talk a little bit about maybe some honorable mentions at the end. But um, most of this turns into we put this in a bracket and we do single elimination, walk through all the games we have, let the people who uh, suggested the game defend it, and then take a vote. Um, luckily, this year, I think is going to be significantly easier for voting because we only have five people, whereas last year we had six and we could not figure out how to handle ties. So, true, true, true. Yeah, five will be significantly easier. Um, honorable mentions first, man. Yeah. Do we do honorable mentions first? I don't remember how we did that. Yeah, we always do honorable mentions first. Okay, honorable mentions. Who's got some? Oh, Alex, I got let's some. start with you. Me? Me, me, me? Yeah, you. Yeah. All right, no, my first Alex. honorable mention... Nobody give me crap for this. I'm saying it. It's CrossCode. It didn't come out in 2019. It came out in 2018. What the heck? Then why can you honorable mention it? What the heck? I'm honorable mentioning because it because you were because so upset about last year. That I was you didn't put so it on your list. upset. I didn't put it on my list for 2018 because <laughs> I, I didn't finish that. it until 2019. It was also on my honorable mentions list for 2018 because I was like unsure this, about it. Can't, this is crimes. <laughs> you cannot do this. You can't just make Listen, up rules. I didn't try to force it into my list for real. I just wanted to mention it because it's really good and I think people should play it. <laughs> um, I also put Remnant on my on, uh, honorable mentions list. Hmm. Remnant from the Ashes? Yeah, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, that, ba- that? We've talked about it. It's basically like Dark Souls, the third person shooter. Yeah. And it's three-person co-op, which makes it a game that I can play. I'm sorry, did you just say three-person co-op? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I hate this game yep. on principle. I know, man. <laughs> I know. You can play with two people. You know, if that makes you feel better. <laughs> nope. No. Yeah, I don't there know are, why they chose there three. three classes. That's a plus. Just make one more or one less. <laughs> Pick one of there the should, two. There should be one less because the melee class is not good in that game. Hmm, makes sense. You get kind of shafted. Yeah, it is a shooter. Yeah, and most primarily. mostly all built around ranged combat. So, yep. Yeah, uh, that game has a unique aesthetic. It goes places that's super interesting. I think the ending is very abrupt and not great. I think, and uh, it's it's one of those games where they want you to play it multiple times to get like everything out of it. And I'm not like a play a game multiple times person, really. Yeah, so. it's it's got to be really enticing to play it multiple times. Binding of Isaac, enticing. But it is well, a Souls rogue like the Soul <laughs> style kind of game. Situation. <laughs> Soul style game that's difficult in the way a Souls game usually is, but it was co op, so I could actually play it. Yeah, you know what? Maybe I should play that because we're going to get to Sekiro here in a second and I'm going to talk about how I am absolute garbage <laughs> at anything, anything in that realm. Oh, gosh. just need to do some of this co-op. You just need to get good. Yeah, okay. Ooh. Like, uh, Jake, Sekiro's honorable mentions? Or Alex, are you done? Are you done? I'm good, mentions? I'm good. Okay, Jake? Yeah, you, get, you get two. Uh, so the first one I want to do is Pathologic 2. It's probably the most interesting game I've played this year. I didn't play very much of it. But it was really cool. It was yeah, it's not on my list. Uh, <laughs> the other one I wanted to say was Kingdom Hearts three for being the most disappointing game of the year. Oh my gosh! I <laughs> for that game wow. for like thirteen years. All they had to do was the same thing they did in one and two, but they went the extra mile and ruined everything. So good job, Square Enix. You did it. You ruined Square my interest Enix. in Kingdom Hearts forever. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Caleb. Yeah, I got a couple I'll throw out. Um, there's this game, Druid Stone, The Secret of Menhir Forest. 
very good uh, kind of Divinity-esque tactics game that I enjoyed a lot. Not quite enough to get on the list, but pretty close. Very, very solid tactics game if you're interested in tactics games. And then I'm going to do... I'm going to do two more. I get three, right? What? Is that fine? What? <laughs> what? The rule is two. You have is to the cut one two? off your game. I didn't remember if we you had a cut rule one about off your it. game. Yeah, that's the way it is. <laughs> I'll just do two. Uh, my second one is Sunless Skies. Uh, the only reason Sunless Skies is not on my list is because the writing of Disco Elysium is on par with it, but also very, very funny. Which is the only reason Sunless Skies didn't make it because that game is amazingly written. Okay. Was your third one Slay the Spire? No. It was a was game it? from 2014. Man. Metro. I just felt like talking about it. My third one would have been Yuppie Psycho. Since that's allowed, apparently. What was it? What was it? What Yuppie was it? Psycho. Oh. Okay. Man, I'm really surprised that Metro didn't make your list anywhere, even on honorable mentions. I was thinking about this. Here, here. You're getting into the problem of this year, where there's <laughs> a ton of just solid games. Not standouts, just Not solid. amazing. Just solid video games. Makes sense. Owen, how about you? Um, so I would like to give a shout out to Cadence of Hyrule. Because I thought that game was excellent. It just barely didn't make it into my list. Um, I just thought it was really good. Yeah, I was kind of like neck and neck with that and one of the ones that I did pick. Uh, I also... Uh, was going to honorable mention something that Aaron picked, so I'm not going to do that one. Uh, but I will honorable mention WoW Classic on just the fact that they convinced us to pay for a game we already owned. <laughs> like, I just, just on principle alone, good job. <laughs> like, that's all. Yo, this game that came out 14 years ago, I heard you want to get it again. Yeah, like, the fact that they managed to market it up and, like, everybody went in on it and was like yeah we can relive the glory days i was like damn like blizzard good job on this i can't it's I really can't even it's kind mad. of funny because it's not even like yo this is like a remaster of an old game no it's like this is that old thing this is Here, literally that old thing that, that you can't old thing. play anymore <laughs> here you go again you can't play anymore because we made it better yeah <laughs> yeah sure yeah do you want to play it again in all of its crappy glory? Cool. <laughs> Buckle up. Uh, I have two games as well. Uh, my first one, of course, I can't go a year without mentioning Far Cry. So uh, let's talk a little bit about Far Cry New Dawn. Oh, Gosh, that made it, huh? It made it my honorable mentions. I didn't play enough games this year to be like, yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> things that should be on my list. Um, as you can tell, as from my list of games that I have on for my top five. But uh, yeah, Far Cry New Dawn. I just, I don't know why I like those games. I just like them. There's not a ton of content in terms of like, you're always doing the same thing. We talked about this in the past. It's just kind of repetitive, but for some reason, I really like taking outposts and dying and watching Alex die and then restarting it and doing like 60 times until we quit the game because we haven't done anything or progressed at all. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. What would have made yeah. your list if there were more trains? <laughs> mm, probably. I know you love repetitive games with trains. I do love repetitive games with trains. As a matter of fact, yes. Uh, you got to play Unrailed, man. I, lo I liked that game when we were playing it at PAX. So I thought it was cool. Uh, my other on the list is a game that I'm just kind of sad we haven't played anymore because the loot drop table was just so phenomenal for me, and that is Borderlands 3. <laughs> oh. um, which I'm surprised, Jake, that you didn't say that that was the letdown of the year. Well, no, because of... it it was exactly what I expected, which was Borderlands 2, but they made a new one. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's what I wanted from Kingdom Hearts 3, but they didn't give it to me. They gave Even me a worse. bunch of crap where I ride a carousel for 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to fight two guys. I don't need a cutscene of me riding a fake horse. Yeah, you don't need 30 enemies and also a carousel that God, kills 29 of them. Freaking game. Uh, so let's get on to the actual bracket. We have 17 games, so we are going to have uh, a first round that, that just involves two games to get into the uh, second round where we'll have the rest of the 16, and we'll work our way through it. Remember, what we're going to do is I'll just kind of announce the games, what round it is, uh, what seed it got uh, on, based on the voting tally, and then whoever sort of put it in here can kind of um, just say what they, why they think it should be moving forward, progressing forward, and, and, and make it all the way to the end. Or is better than the game that it's up against. So, round one. Uh, first first two games to talk about are seed number 16, A Short Hike, and number Woo! 17, Tetris 99. A Short Hike. <laughs> Alex, why is it good? A Short Hike. Uh, full disclosure. Right, right. Can we yeah. be real? Short Hike's going to win this. We just talk about Tetris 99, and then we'll talk about Short Hike. Hey! Next round. Oh, hey! gosh. Wow. <laughs> What is the big freaking problem with Tetris 99? You know what? I'm jumping in right now. <laughs> Tetris 99 is a good game. Thank you very much. It's like Tetris, but they also introduced a little bit of battle royaleness to it. So it's kind of fun. And you're competing against, you know, 98 other people, which is why it's Tetris 99. Oh. I know. Real original. And it's cool because it's Tetris. So get, get out of here, Caleb. Go get it. <laughs> it's Real a good original. game. Alex even likes Tetris 99. Yes, yeah. but you'll note a short hike made his list and Tetris 99 did not. <laughs> I like Tetris 99 because it's like, it's Tetris. Yeah. Tetris, Tetris is pretty cool. But there's yeah, 99 of them. Tetris is good, I guess. There's 99 <laughs> people playing Tetris at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I Battle like watching Royale, people Tetris. on YouTube play Tetris 99 because they're super, super way better than me. Freaking intense. Yeah, I lose that game all the time. I don't think I've ever won a round. First no, I think it's mostly impossible. Yeah, super duper hard. People are savages at Tetris. All right, a short hike. Why should it win, I guess? Uh, it's a better game. Okay, fine. We're going <laughs> to voting. All right. Yeah, okay. but, but why? Because I know nothing about short hike, but I know everything about Tetris, and I'm more inclined to vote for that. Fine, fine, fine. A short hike... Okay, first of all, a short hike barely made my list because... I couldn't it's figure out bad. what to do. I couldn't figure out what to do with my fifth slot. I had a bunch of games that needed to go in it. And finally I was like, screw all these games. Short hikes going in because I keep on talking about a short hike like all the time. Yes. Yes. Which is why I'm amazed <laughs> it's only it's the last on your list. I know. You bring it, it up all the time. A short hike is a short game hike. about hiking up a mountain. <laughs> and you're like a little bird dude. And you go around and you talk to all these little people that live on this island and it's just a delightful time. It makes you feel good inside. Even like the mechanics of playing it are cool because you got like a, like you got to collect feathers to get more stamina so you can make it up your hike. And like there's parts where you fly and the flying feels really good. And like everybody's like, hey, mm. I... I have like a problem and then you're like, oh, I can solve your problem. And it's very sweet and adorable. And I did like everything you can do in that game because it's amazing. Sounds cool. All right, voting time. Here's what we're going to do for voting. <laughs> uh, we're just going to go order top to bottom here. You just tell me what you're voting for. Tetris 99. Alex. 
Um, Tetris. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna abstain. I didn't actually play either of these games. Okay. Oh, abstaining. This is gonna kill us. Oh goddamn it! Wasn't short I, I can in the humble rumble. Yeah, you it may was. notice that we stopped doing those. Was that, was somebody kind of like the last one. Somebody quit editing or the videos. one before the last well, one. That was the month I was very upset that we didn't do it because it had a short hike in it, and I loved it. <laughs> so and we were supposed to do it. I wasn't we trying to start a fight. I was explaining why I'm not voting. All right. Well, here's what and we Me, and, do. me and Caleb abstain... played the games. Aaron and Jake did not, so we never yeah. actually recorded it. Yeah. yeah fine. If there's a tie, I'll weigh in. Yeah, you have to weigh in if there's a tie. That's <laughs> yes. the only rule. Mm-hmm. Caleb? Uh, short hike. Owen? Tetris 99. Oh, Jake? Great. Okay, someone sell me on a short hike real quick because I want to vote for that, but I don't know anything about the game. It's okay. a phenomenal little game where you're just running around as a little bird guy, helping people with their problems and making it up this mountain. Your bird guy, does he have a beak? Yeah. Okay, short hike wins. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I need. Does he That's, have a beak? That's he, also, he also has I, a hat. I think oh, you would enjoy a short hike a lot. With that. You would enjoy a short hike a lot. I think you would love it. I believe you. Okay, here we go. So that's the end of round one. One game down. Round two, let's start at the top. Uh, number Wait, one start seed. At the, start at the top. You can't yeah, start, start at the bottom. We can start at the bottom. Okay, Jiminy. Okay. They're numbered. Gosh, guys. <laughs> Whew. All right, they number two. Number. Here we go. Okay, I see. All right, okay, okay. <laughs> number two. Second, second round, game number two. Children of Morta versus Mario Maker 2. Children of Morta, go. All right, Children of Morta is a amazing little co-op roguelike that has the most beautiful pixel art I have ever seen in a game. Honestly, it's one of the prettiest games this year, including non-pixel art games. Yeah, Mario Maker. Oh, that was the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I could say more about it, but I don't know. No, that's good. But I don't Mario Maker to, Two. Yeah. Y- you know Mario. It's that. Yeah. <laughs> it, and people make levels for it, and they keep on coming up with new and inventive ways to make levels. And there's just infinite Mario. And it it's probably the like... most I've played any game on my Switch. It just looks so brutal. Everything, I, I mean, the only one I've played outside of uh, yours, the one that we played that was co op, was just an mm-hmm. absolutely brutal level. So, and everything I watch is like people just figuring out how to solve puzzles that are basically unsolvable until like it's like frame perfect. That's that's because that's the stuff that floats to the top because it's like, how did anybody ever complete this level? Like, m- most of the levels are reasonable. Okay. Hmm. All the right, hard levels are satisfying if you can complete them, though. Uh, you know what? I, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to that. Do I get to say a negative about Mario Maker? Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, negative yeah. as well. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get him. Mario Maker is just a cash grab Mario making game. It's not a game. It's an application where you can make Mario games. Mm, there's a campaign in it. Okay, how good is the campaign compared to the rest of the game? The campaign's good. It's a... Uh, it's a Mario they, game? It's a Mario it campaign? Mario? It, is, it is a Mario is it campaign, <laughs> but they also do a lot to try to put twists in how the levels are put together so that they give you ideas on how you can build stuff. Mm. So it works really well, well that way, too. All right. Mario Maker for me. Alex. Can, can I vote last? <laughs> can you vote last? <laughs> we gotta go in order here. Fine. Well, I Jake. didn't play either of these two either. So I'm <laughs> saying it again. As Children of Morta. 
Yeah, I'm going with Children of Morta. Oh, bye, Alex. Alan. <laughs> oh, welcome okay, back, Alan. See ya. Jesus Alex. Christ. Man. Alex. <laughs> I, so I would vote for Mario Maker because I think it's, I mean, it's higher for me. But I think in terms of what deserves it, I'd probably Children of Morta. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's so noble. <laughs> uh, yeah, something. All right, and one abstain. All right, three one. Children of Morta moves on. All right, game number three. Hey, thanks, Alex. I don't like that Mario Maker went up against Morta that early. That's <laughs> that hurts messed you inside. Up. Yeah. Number three, seed number four, Control versus seed number thirteen, Apex Legends. This is just a no brainer. Should we just vote right now? Yeah, no, I mean, you, you put both of these on your list, and one is higher, and one of them, you are the only person who put it on their list. Yeah, can I just explain why I put the Apex on my list real quick? Yes, please yeah. please um, do, just because of the fact that I wanted to give Apex a shout-out, because I thought Apex was an interesting game this year, and I feel like the reason you picked it is the reason why I wanted to give it some props. Uh, I mean, you know this about me, at least some amount. I like playing Battle Royale games, or at least used to, um, and they kind of got dry for me, but... <laughs> Uh, Apex introduced some elements of, of Battle Royale games that were a problem in the past, and they resolved some of those very well, like reviving teammates and uh, ability-based things in the game that you used and a ping system so that you can identify things for teammates so that they can go pick it up. And pretty much most other Battle Royales ad adopted some of those elements into their games, which improved the gameplay for Battle Royales, I think, across the board. So for me, even though it's maybe not one of the best games of the year, it definitely deserves just to be noted that it definitely improved a lot of the Battle Royale world and gameplay in terms of, of what the rest of the genre is kind of doing. Did you yep. just say I it's don't... not one of the best games of the year? I <laughs> just mean, sorry, do you know what it's not the is? best game of the year. It's not oh, okay. the best okay. game of the year. <laughs> okay. That's cool, what I meant cool. to say. Uh, I, I don't like Battle Royale, Battle Royale games, but I had some fun with Apex Legends, actually. It's like the only one that I've played that I've enjoyed. Is it and because once you're dead, you're, it's not over? That is, that is part of it, for sure. That is mm -hmm. part of it. Also, That's... it feels a lot like Titanfall, which is very fun, but it doesn't feel quite as good, which is unfortunate. So I just, when I was done playing, I just went back and played Titanfall again. Yeah. No wall running. That's, That's like my problem. least favorite part of Apex Legends, because when I die, I don't just get to go do something else. I have to sit. <laughs> for like 10 more minutes <laughs> well that just means you already don't like it so you know i mean yeah, yeah probably not relevant. uh okay uh voting time here we go control for me control 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 apex mm. <laughs> gotta get one vote in there all right four one control here we go game number four oh. At seed number five, Fire, Fire Emblem Three, Three Houses. Wow, I could not say that three, at all. Three Fire houses. Emblem Three Houses. Three Houses, that DLC. 33 That's wild. nine Actually, houses. They have should, a lot. Shouldn't it be called Four Houses? Isn't there a fourth it's house? It's not really though? a fourth house. Okay, anyway. Fire Emblem Three. Oh, God, I can't even say this. Fire, Fire Emblem, Emblem Three, three houses, houses versus seed number 12, Disco Elysium. The, the problem the is there's a Fire three Emblem in here instead of the word three. It'd be much easier to read if it was the word I three. didn't type this in. I just copy and pasted from whoever put this in here. Oh, uh, that means it's my fault. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I can talk about Fire Emblem. So I have liked Fire Emblem for a long time. I played Awakening. Awakening? What was it? Whatever the one, the first, the one they made on the 3DS was. I love I that it was game. Awakening. I think you're right. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so this is the first one they've made on like a proper console. 
<laughs> and it stays true to most of it. It uh, adopts a lot of uh, Persona-esque elements. There's like a whole place where you run around, you get to meet all your characters, leveling up your characters is really fun. It's a lot more intuitive. Uh, you're less likely to make a mistake and totally ruin your character. Uh, I think it's a lot more obvious what each class is going to do and how to get it. Uh, and it's just, it's fun. It's a nice little tactics game. And they added a rewind mechanic, so you don't accidentally get your mages all killed and <laughs> have to just restart the whole level. Or your flyers. Oh my god, yes. Fly- I mean, flyers, yes. Flyers always <laughs> die. Like, no matter what you do, there's an archer you didn't see and it kills your flyer. Yeah. Disco Elysium? I mean, I could talk about it, too. I can also talk about Disco Elysium. Can you please? Yeah. Disco Elysium <laughs> is a super cool, just kind of adventure RPG, I guess. it's It's got all the RPG feels except for combat. There's really no combat. It's all, you are a detective figuring out this mystery um, of, I guess it's, the mystery is kind of about you because you have amnesia. Yeah. When you start. There is also a murder though. There is also a murder, but so I feel it's like, like that's it's less a... important than you learning about yourself. I don't know though, because sometimes like my character, I've been playing for several hours. My character still doesn't know his name <laughs> and has made no effort <laughs> to learn it. He's just adopted a new name mm. that I don't even remember offhand. It's like something Crusoe. And he's a superstar oh, <laughs> He's a fucking badass, and I love him. He's a super cop? He's a super cop. Yeah, this game has some interesting mechanics where you, like, you have, you have amnesia, and you, like, learn some things, or you do things enough that it's like, maybe I can internalize this thought process. Like, for instance, communism. Mm-hmm. If you bring up enough <laughs> communist remarks, if, like, you make enough communist remarks, you have the option to, like, internalize communism and like agree with it and then in the future you have like options that are open to you that aren't normally and you also have some buffs and some debuffs that you have constantly for being a communist and it's just it's very <laughs> weird and it's, it's very funny most of the it's time it's a lot of mechanics i've never seen before and it is so much fun it um, is to give you an idea i think i've died three times in this game <laughs> once because a little kid made fun of me and hurt my feelings another <laughs> time because i tried to make a rhyme and did so poorly that I died of shame. And another time, <laughs> wow. I sat on a very uncomfortable chair and died. <laughs> wow. I have not died at all, so... Yeah, well I've died. I die a lot. <laughs> you also... Don't you talk to your tie? Yes, I do talk to my tie a lot. It's a hideous neck tie, and it gives me advice. <laughs> it's usually actually very mean. Why are you taking advice from a hideous neck tie? Um, lots of drugs is the answer. <laughs> this game is so freaking cool. Yeah. It's Have super either of well you written. finished it? No. No. Okay. Okay, here we go. Oh. Voting time. Um, um oh, okay, yeah, I should something else. I was just going to say, um, I know I just had a bunch of nice things about Disco Elysium. I'm not going to vote for it, mainly <laughs> because sometimes you get on to play and you read for like 20 minutes about the history of the city you're in. Yeah, and I just go like, oh, woof. Okay, yeah. I just want to like shot put some guy's bocce ball into the ocean. Like that's what <laughs> I'm here for. I don't really care about this city. You could skip all the history stuff, but you're just constantly worried that there's something that you'll miss yeah. that's important in there. Well, and it's also it's a detective story. Yeah, <laughs> so like skipping you should be the it. reading feels like not what you should do. Right. Uh, I'm going to abstain. I didn't play either of these games. Yikes. 
Mm-hmm. I Alex. I mean I also didn't play either of them. Oh, Neither. No. Well, I really yeah. want to play Disco Elysium, but it's haven't yet. It it's looks really cool. cool. It's I'm very gonna, cool. You should I'm definitely vote try for it. Fire Emblem. I'm also voting for Fire Emblem. Thanks for skipping me, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I am going to abstain because I legitimately had a ton of trouble deciding which of these was in my final spot. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's uh, two zero. That's the maybe the least amount of voting we will do on a on a two game game here. Two game game <laughs> on a game on a portion we'll of this. On a two game 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 on a two game 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 any game game. All right, here we go. Round number two, three, game three number five houses. in seed number two, Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice, and seed number fifteen, Outer Wilds. All right, yeah, this is another of those situations where the only person that has voted for one of the games voted for a different one higher. So mm-hmm. I'll just talk about Outer Wilds a tiny bit, and then we can just move on. Fair enough. Okay, perfect. Outer Wilds, super cool adventure game that gives you basically no indication of what you need to do. Like, it starts you out, and it's like, all right, go explore the world. And then you do it for 22 minutes. And then the star at the center of your solar system explodes, and everything goes with it. And then you restart the day. And that is your your kind of goal is to go to these different planets that are in the solar system, figure out the sun is exploding, and maybe if there's any way to stop it. And it's super interesting discovery, kind of just a discovery-like game. I love it. I think you guys should definitely try it. Can I, if you can I talk already. about why I don't like it? Sure. Because you say Please. that, and it, like, it sounds really cool, and I thought I would really like it. The issue is like, I started it, and I'm like, okay, cool, let's go. I'm going to explore that planet. So I go, and I wander around this planet for like 15 minutes. I'm like, I don't know. Did I do it? Am I winning? (laughs) Yep. Did I find anything? And then, like, I fell too far and died and started over. And I'm like, yep, nope, fuck that. I'm out. There are a couple planets where you don't necessarily find anything interesting until you've gone to other planets that, like, give you hints about that new one. Yeah, I mean, it's like, only a couple of them. Maybe I'll come back to it later, but just the experience of wandering around for 20 minutes, finding literally nothing and then having to start over. I was like, yeah, nah, that, just I think that I just will need, happen in lives. For I think sure. I just need a little bit more guidance. Yeah, there is a little bit of guidance. Actually, uh, you have a computer that, like keep tracks, keeps track of all these journal entries that have has, it zooms out and has like a graph kind of that keeps track of what's attached to what or what's connected to what. Which it can help you find like a place to go, but it's not it's not like an objective marker or anything. Right? Yeah, I, I, I would argue against that only because of the fact that I've like looked at that computer and be like, OK, so I got to go back to this planet because there's like obviously stuff that I missed. But I don't know where to go on the planet. Right. And that's as far as I, then I'm just lost. And, and I'm like, that's uh... kind of the point of the game is you're just discovering things as you go and you got to try and find everything that you can i know several different publications that put this as their number one game i think it's really really cool yeah i i would say that this is an extremely cool game i feel like it definitely brings in a very neat way of exploration i do kind of wish it was cleaned up a bit to make it a little more accessible and not that I have to be like remembering every tiny thing that I've done on every planet to be like, oh, wait, that was a hint to go back to this planet and do this here. So right. that way I can like unlock the next thing. One last thing I'll say about this game. 
the ending moments are like super super cool if oh, you yeah. manage to get to the end i don't think there's a way you don't like this game because I... you get like the, this crazy existential feeling it's not really dread it's just like a existential feeling i guess i don't know how to explain it but it's, i think, I think it's that's cool. the best way that you can really describe it uh before we vote i alex did make mention that this was number one on a couple lists and this did make polygons number one nice so uh one, one of the polygon. few outlets i'm okay with yeah i know <laughs> wait you don't read like uh wapo's top 50 games of the year <laughs> good old times. games radar <laughs> games ra- uh okay um i only played sekiro i did not play outer wilds and i'm gonna vote for outer wilds <laughs> wow all right you can't vote against a game just because you're not good at it that doesn't this, seem like a very good is, reason what listen we'll get to this in a minute but i'm voting for outer wilds all right like alex you. you're up uh, i don't know if you're allowed to do that because like i I'm like fairly confident I would like Outer Wilds more than Sekiro, but I didn't play Outer Wilds. So I have to vote for Sekiro, I think. You don't have to. You can you abstain. Abstain, I think, yeah. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, man. Except we... multiple votes. What? Negative and negative votes? votes. No, no negative votes. I just heard we can do negative votes. That's what I heard. That's what he said. <laughs> no, no negative votes. Luckily, when it's no one versus votes. one, negative votes and votes are the same. Hmm. I'll abstain. I'll abstain. Uh, Sekiro. Sekiro for me. Outer Wilds. Mm. All right, my vote won't count. It's 2-1. Sekiro takes it. On to round two, game number six. Seed seven, Sayonara Wild Hearts versus seed 10, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Wow, okay. Um, <laughs> I put both of these <laughs> on there, and I instantly will say Sayonara Wild Hearts is an infinitely better game. <laughs> like... Pokemon was good. I enjoyed it a lot. It gave me exactly what I needed coming back to the franchise after like 10 years. But Sayonara is just a great goddamn game. I don't care that it's only two hours long. It is perfect with everything that it does for that two hours. I will say about Sayonara, not a ton of a game. Cool experience. Mm -hmm. Game, maybe. Less gameplay, more experience. Yeah, I, yeah, I could. I'd sure. agree with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I guess it was Owen arguing. So. Owen against. Uh, I mean, I've Owen. been talking about Sword and Shield. I also played it. Mm, okay. Um. So it's the again the first Pokemon game not on a handheld. Um. There's like this big open area. They added some uh, internet features, so almost like an MMO kind of stuff technically. Uh, it works pretty garbage, if we're being totally honest. But it's a really cool idea. Uh, you can run around this big open overworld, and you can see like Pokemon standing in the grass, and you can like go like, "Oh, look, I'm a chop. I really need that for whatever reason." And you can like go get it instead of just like random encounters, which is how the series has always worked in the past. Um, yeah, it takes place in the UK. <laughs> that's all i got if you spin the analog stick very fast your character spins around and does like a victory pose yep. yeah it's oh, super nice. cool that's the best part of the game it's super cool huh it is super cool when i <laughs> discovered it by chance i was very excited anytime someone says something about a character spinning around all i can think of is hell divers where you play Beyblades with your cape oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so did did nobody else besides me and owen play both of these games i, I think, think we're the accurate. only ones yeah that that play both of these games Man, that kind of sucks because I 
I played both of them, and I want to vote Pokemon over Sayonara. <laughs> Ouch. I mean, you can. You I mean, the rest can. of us do. Again, the rest of us don't have to abstain. I mean, you can vote. I, I, we'll go ahead and start voting right now. I'm going to vote for Sayonara because I played it when we were at PAX, and I liked it. Like, I just feel like Sayonara is just beautifully stunning. Like, the art on it is great. The soundtrack is amazing. I mean, ups on uh, Pokemon and Nintendo for getting uh, the Undertale guy to do soundtracks for Sword and Shield. But I don't think it's nearly as catchy as Sayonara. Like, I'm singing Sayonara songs outside of playing the game. So it looks good. The music is good. I feel like the gameplay for what little bit was there was fun and interactive. I had a great time of just playing it for the couple of hours and then replaying and like I went back and beat this game probably four or five times over just because I had so much fun with it. Whereas like Pokemon, there's a lot there and I appreciate that they put that much content into the game. But I'm also just like, yeah, I'm never going to try to fix like full do a, a full dex run. Because I, I started thinking that way of being like, yeah, let me fill out the decks. And then I was like, mm, too many fucking Pokemon. Don't, never mind. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I've i listened to the Cyanar Wild Hearts like, album on Spotify just like because it's good. Yeah, it's good. But also, it's not, it's not a game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would argue it is a game. It's just a short game. <laughs> And that's fine. It's, you can have a short a lot game. Of gameplay. I mean, the gameplay is like you lean left or right while it automatically goes down this very pretty. Hey, you can like, shoot pathway. people. It's very. There's also the game, quick time like, events. That's your argument. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> quick time <laughs> events is not a great argument. Yeah, that's so, fair. I mean, but I mean okay. there's that one part where you shoot at people. By leaning left or right. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, yeah, you, you, like when you have the arrows and you have to hit everything that's like floating around. Yeah. So you're like moving the cursor around. Or it's, the like one... a, it's like a Panzer Dragon section. Yeah. Or, or like I feel like it did a good job of adding a bunch of different kind of arcade game mechanics into a game. That's true. It does have a variety of the... them, but none of them are like particularly gamey. I also don't think the qualifier a bunch is accurate. <laughs> a few, maybe. <laughs> All right, we've spent five minutes trying let's, to figure out if Cyanar yeah, is a game. So here vote, we go. Y'all. We're going to vote. Cyanar <laughs> uh, for me. Uh, Pokemon. Pokemon. Abstain. Cyanara. Yeah, yeah, Shoot. Well, here's the thing. I didn't play Pokemon. That being said, I've heard only mixed things about it. And Cyanara... Is a cool experience with really good music. So, Sayonara. Yes. Okay, Sayonara okay. takes it 3 2. I mean, let's, re- let's be real. It's not going to be Sekiro. But... Oh, yeah, I don't <laughs> That's why you're okay voting for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Round number two, game number seven. Seed number three, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order versus seed number 14, Baba is You. Wow. Why are you all against talk each about? other? I'll talk about Star Wars in a minute. There's no reason to talk about it right now, really. Okay. Owen! is uh, fair yeah I, I i would say that baba is you it was just an amazingly inventive puzzle game i think we all had a lot of fun playing it it was great seeing everybody at pax just trying to figure out puzzles and helping each other with it <laughs> like i i just i thought it was very inventive i thought it was very cool uh i was very it was like really neat to 
find out that it was like from a game jam and then they were just like hey this seems like a good idea maybe i should actually make this into a full thing so like what game jams are supposed to be so nice it worked out I think it's a lot of fun. It's not beating Star Wars, so let's just vote. <laughs> I, I I think Baba is You is a super cool puzzle game with a really interesting concept. The real problem with Baba is You is there is a, a, a line while you're playing it that suddenly the game is not fun ever again. Really? It is just incredibly difficult puzzles that are not enjoyable. Wow. Sounds like you guys just like aren't smart enough. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I mean, maybe that is the problem. But I feel like I've heard mm. the same thing from a lot of different people that have played it. It's just there is, to me that I, we have I, no strand type games on this list. <laughs> no strand type games. Y'all, what happened? <laughs> Alex, I you was know, counting on you. Oh. Caleb, I, I kind of felt the same way. Like I, I didn't play Baba as you, but I felt the same way about um, Steven Sausage Roll. Yeah, the game was yeah, awesome. Exactly the same. And there is a line where it's like, this is so overly complicated that I am not enjoying trying to puzzle solve. My brain's starting right. to just hurt. At that point, even if you finish the puzzle, it doesn't feel like you accomplished something. It feel like it feels like you spent so long doing that that you just mm -hmm. ac accidentally found a solution to it. Yeah, it doesn't feel good solving the puzzles at that point. There was a PAX where somebody had Baba Zoo and everybody was like staring at this one puzzle for like the whole weekend. That was that was PAX that was PAX that was the beginning of the year. year. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. If it came out this year, it was. <laughs> packs. Yep. Packs. Well, that's not necessarily <laughs> true. A lot of times it'll be the packs before the year comes out. Before we that's see true. it. That's true. But All yeah, right, here we go. I was just like, well, it looks very too difficult. Fall in order. Yeah, I like Star Wars a lot. <laughs> I'm giving it to Bob as you because I didn't play Fall in Order. <laughs> Fall in Order is very good. Fall in Order. Bob is you. Okay. Ooh, Star Wars takes Baba. it. 3 2. Here we go on to the next game, round two, game number eight. At seed number six, we have Resident Evil 2, and seed number 11, we have Devil May Cry 5. All right, I'll do Resident Evil 2. So this was actually my game of the year. Uh, I didn't play it until late. It came out early in the year, and I didn't get around to it until very, very recently. Hey, Sam. I really, really liked this game. It looks great. It plays great. It feels like a horror game without like the awkward tank controls early Resident Evil games are known for. Um, the story is shitty, but it's shitty in a way that's very funny to me. Uh, every time Leon opens his big stupid mouth, I get to laugh at him because he's very dumb. Uh, and it's just, it's really fun. You fight a big alligator in the sewers, and I'm like, yeah, dude, let's go. <laughs> There's a lot of weird it. things in that game. Uh, also, Mr. X is freaking brilliant. He's, I didn't realize Tyrants came out in Resident Evil 2. I thought 3 was the first time Tyrants show up. But he's just this big unkillable zombie who chases you. He's kind of terrifying, actually. Yeah, no, like, and he comes at like exactly the right time. Yeah, because it's at a point where you've explored most of the building you're in, and you're like, okay, I've got a handle on this. I've got enough ammo. I can deal with this. And then this guy just like flips a burning helicopter and is like, no, I'm gonna come kill you now. <laughs> yep, and you just gotta run. There, there are. There's a safe place in the game. It's like the central of the. Uh, police station and every time you go in there you're like all right everything's fine i'm safe in here it's fine i can do all my stuff once he shows up that's no longer safe yeah he wow. follows you everywhere you go that's not a specific save room there was literally wow. a time i loaded into the game after like saving and quitting i load the game he steps into the room <laughs> and I'm like, oh, now i gotta deal with this guy 
Not only is that room not safe from him anymore, zombies start appearing in it. Yeah. No, it it does a really, really good job of making sure you're never, like, totally 100% safe. It always, like, throws something weird at you. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. He's very cool. Man, I played a couple of hours of this this morning just so I could, like, have a handle on what it kind of is. And it seems very well-crafted. Like, it looks really, really good, actually. Like, surprisingly good. Like, surprisingly like high fidelity and it runs super smooth like the performance is incredible and the the zombies are very scary (laughs) oh yeah i real quick before we talk about uh dub may cry 5 which weird we put the two capcom games against each other right (laughs) capcom has been kind of kicking ass lately but that's a topic for another time so like resident evil 2 starts and they just like dump you in a gas station with like five zombies and they're like okay three bullets ought to do it yeah yeah. Zombie takes approximately like twelve headshots. It's to I kill. Think it's exactly eight on hard mode. I don't know if it's different on easy. It's, wow. Yeah. No. Like they make it clear very soon. You are not going to kill these zombies. You yeah. shoot them in the head and you run. Like yeah, they make that it is very the only way to do it. That you can't deal with all of the zombies. Yes. That there are plenty of times where you will have to just avoid them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the man. one thing that really bothers me with Resident Evil too being in Game of the Year list, is that it's it's a remake. It is. It would probably be on my list if it didn't have that kind of against it. Because, like, the game has already existed in its full capacity except for how it looks. So here's some mild gameplay changes. I'd say it's a pretty sick, because it used to be top-down tank. Yeah, it's pretty... Plus, for me, Pretty different game. I never played Resident Evil 2. So it's basically a new game for me. Also... That's true. Not to dunk on this year. This year sucked... Like major <laughs> winky, so like this was I a game I just a genuinely enjoyed more than anything else. So it made my list. I think this great this year had a bunch of genuinely enjoyable games, just not a lot of standout awesome games. I man, I made a list of top five. This is the only one that maybe is above an eight for me. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Everything else is eight or below. Wow. I don't want to talk about Devil May Cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Devil May Cry 5 is just like... Uh, it's just super video gamey, super anime, over-the-top, um, stylish action. It's a character action game. It's just super fun to play and absurd in its story and cutscene stuff. So Absurd in way more than just its story. In every way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and even its gameplay and its abilities. Yeah. It, I mean, you... Pasta Breaker. Yes. Yep. <laughs> the Pasta Breaker. Yeah. Like, they made Nero fun by t- rip, literally ripping his arm off and giving him a different arm. <laughs> Can I just say how much I enjoyed that scene? Nero's just, like, chilling <laughs> in his garage, and this dude walks up, rips his arm off, and leaves. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get him, dude. What Fuck a good Nero. start. Uh, there's a a part where you get a weapon for Dante and it's a demon hat and he puts it on and does a Michael Jackson dance for like <laughs> a solid America. two minutes. Yeah. It's like a long dance for, for this cutscene, And then like you, you have a Michael Jackson hat as a weapon <laughs> after that. <laughs> solid. It's, it's exactly um, what Devil May Cry needed after Devil May Cry five, which I thought was a bit, or sorry, Devil May Cry four, which I thought was abysmal and the Devil May Cry remake, which I'm going to be honest, I didn't even play, but it got pretty mixed reviews. 
So yeah, they, they, they pretend it doesn't exist. So if that yeah. says anything, <laughs> like this storyline picks up at the end of four, and just skips wait, wait, wait. that. That they just wrote that game out entirely. Why not? It was by a different yep. company. Is the mm. remake the one that was also just called Devil May Cry? Yes. But they sometimes yeah. called it three. Yep. No, three no, is it's a not different three. Game. Three is a different thing. Okay. Yes, Devil May Cry three I I is the, the first one I played. There's there's one, two, three, and four, and then there's DMC. DMC yes. Devil May Cry. I think is what it's like. The full title is like DMC Devil May Cry or something stupid like that. You can yeah. tell the remake because Dante doesn't have white hair. Yeah, he has. Wow. Uh, For black whatever hair. reason, they decided the white hair is like the unrealistic part of the, the guy <laughs> who fights demons. In wow. the opening cutscene of that game, he like flips through this stuff and like a white wig lands on his head for a second. He looks in the mirror. He's like, not a chance. He takes it off. God, I mean, fine. Like, <laughs> wow. I hate that. I hate it. Uh, another thing for Devil May Cry, uh, you get Dante and he gets a motorcycle that you can like drive through bad guys. And then also you split it in half and use the two parts of the motorcycle as bludgeoning weapons. <laughs> so it's a lot like uh, Yakuza. Yeah. <laughs> what a freaking ridiculous game. I love Yakuza, man. <laughs> All right, here we Devil go. May Cry 5 is just like an adrenaline pumping action blast. I do want to briefly mention why I didn't make my list. It's because V exists. And V is terrible. Oh my god. They're like, okay, fast-paced action game where you fly around. How about a dude who walks around with a cane and gets other people to fight for him? (laughs) Why is that my game? I hate him. But every time he talks, you just get to laugh for like minutes straight. That is true, because he's so edgy and try-hard. I love it. Man, you didn't beat it, did you? I did not. I didn't. I never even got to play as Dante, man. You never got to play Dante. Dante's so fun. I I want to play more of it. Do you want to know this really sick spoiler about the story? Do you care? I don't care at all. I don't. Uh, V is Virgil. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Does he get his cool sword back at the end? Yeah. Does he get to play with his cool sword? He gets to become Virgil again. (laughs) And then you fight him. Virgil is. Virgil's Dante's brother. He's big in three, and he's so cool. (laughs) <laughs> he used he basically does like Aijutsu focus like drawing a katana Ooh. out of the scabbard he's so cool he sucks dick <laughs> yeah you, you fight he uses the chicago all the time you fight like real virgil yeah. at the end and then nero shows up and turns into like a demon like super god and defeats virgil <laughs> it's Wait, really do I cool get to, do i get to kill nero no damn it <laughs> i hate nero more than i hate v anyways come, let's vote Okay. All right. Resident Evil 2 for me. Wait, is Nero not who you play as? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I play him for most of it. I hate him. He was the okay. guy in 4. I hate <laughs> just him. making sure. His mechanics are super cool in this game, though. I mean, yeah. yeah, they basically just made him. Like, I get he was Dante before, but he's basically just Dante again. You can get a fist that you can, like, punch out, and it has a rocket on it, and, and it flies around. And then you can go jump on it and ride it around. And punch people that, on your riding it's, your fist. Also, there's a pasta fine. fork that is a weapon. <laughs> he's just, he's the riding of this series. It's like, everyone's like, oh, dude, Dante slash Snake is so cool. Well, here's this whiny, white-haired boy <laughs> who this sucks and everyone hates him. him. And they're like, oh, he's a cyborg now. And then everyone loves him. It's exactly the same <laughs> character arc. It's crazy. That's Man, isn't Raiden the guy in uh, Revengeance? The main yes. Character? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that dude. <laughs> Uh, resident evil for me alex uh devil may cry resident evil resident evil devil may cry 
All right. Resident Evil takes it 3 2. That is the end. Oh, nope. Sorry. Nope, nope, go nope, nope. All the way back to the top. Yeah. Man, see, this is messing me up. You it's just like got to follow the numbers, man. Read the I, numbers. We have from eight. We go to nine. Follow the, the numbers. numbers. All right. <laughs> what do they mean? <laughs> the numbers, Mason. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Round number two. Uh, game number nine. At seed number one, the Outer Worlds. Up against seed number 16, a short hike. Alex, that, do you want to defend that, this? Yeah, a thing where we talk about how one person voted for both of these and one is higher. <laughs> yeah, I freaking love a short hike. It's amazing. But also, Outer Worlds is my personal game of the year, so... Yeah. Okay, voting we time. Outer vote. Worlds. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. All right, 5-0. Our first 5-0. Easy, easy. Good. Yay. All right, here we go. On to round number three, game number 10, number four, Control, versus number five, Fire Emblem Three Houses. That's a, that's a time to start being mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I already started that long like, ago. Man, I really want to like Control. It has such a cool concept. I just feel like it doesn't handle it very well. And the gameplay is really boring. Okay. Let me defend Control from the standpoint of, I also thought Control was very boring for a long time. Until you make it to like, uh, the last like couple chapters of the game, and then it just gets freaking wild. There are just so many things about that game: the scenery, the cinematography, the sort of gameplay aspects in terms of like how you're now using your powers. And I didn't even finish the game; I was still missing two powers, and the game was over for me. Uh, out of I think there's five total. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, Wait, what did you I not get? I didn't, didn't get, get shield, shield, and I didn't get the capture of the guys and possession yeah um and possession super i rely on yeah. possession a lot it's yeah, really I never, good i never it's got exactly a fun ability was, but it's, it's good and there's my problem with control <laughs> oh this is really good it's i mean it's not fun but it's effective <laughs> i do find it fun. wow i thought it was great but i was bored for a while because i was annoyed that i felt like every time i'd go to a room to fight enemies it was the same exact thing you're just yes. like all right look for the guy with the shield that's healing everybody throw something at him oh he dodged shoot him with a couple bullets sometime oh wait just pull out the gun that lets you charge and fire oh there we go problem solved next room same thing i will but, say it's kind of repetitive but i don't know that it's any more repetitive than fire emblem is Ooh. fire emblem's the same battle a lot of the time. I'm I'm 95% sure that it's also the same maps and half of those maps are just like reversed. They just kind of <laughs> like flip it and just be like, you didn't notice that this is the same thing that you just did? And I was like, ah, the nope, Skyrim nope. treatment. I'm pretty sure <laughs> it is. I, don't know. I think Fire Emblem has a really compelling uh, progression system where you're like building an army and characters. Yeah, that I think makes it a lot more engaging than control, mm -hmm. which, yeah, control has RPG elements where it's like, ooh, your gun reloads 5% faster. And I'm like, nice. That is what <laughs> I needed. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, and Fire Emblem sometimes has pretty good writing. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. Not I, all the and, time. I and sometimes defend. the characters are Sylvain and Fernand, for whatever his name is. Man, okay, Frederico, the one that always Fernando, gets me is Bernadetta. I get oh it. Oh my gosh. Bernie doesn't like people. After Give like, her a different line. Yeah, after for like the two conversations with her, you're like, yeah, we get it. Yikes. She has a couple of good, like, uh, I don't know what you call them, like Supports. plot lines with other people, I guess. Yeah. Support. Mm -hmm. But man, she's rough. 
Yeah. Uh, so I finished Control today. Um, I will say, Jake, you're talking about uh the ashtray thing mm-hmm. that you didn't know what it was. I finally oh got to that gosh. part. Super, super, super cool. So cool. Yeah, I, I've heard it's amazing. I have not made it that far. I put it down I don't because even... I was tired of third-person shooters. I don't even know what you're talking about. The headphones. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So Oh, the ma- the maze. Yeah. yeah okay. Maze. Ashtray maze. maze. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I will also say the end of that game. All right, there's that part which is super amazing and then the false end is super amazing. Yeah. Mhm. But the last bit, like the last Yes. Two two hours of combat immediately after the false end and on is amazing. Okay, can that's I good. Say... Right before that, knocked it off my list <laughs> <laughs> because the combat sections there were so annoying. I died. I don't know how many times. There's just enemies popping out of nowhere that all have explosive moves that kill you in like one or two hits. Gotta use that and... shield, man. Yeah, you can't do anything else when you use the shield. Yeah, doesn't you can get an upgrade that the shield explodes and like shoots out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not very good. I had it. Oh, I thought it was good. Imagine I, not having I it at that all. Game in a while, so hard to remember. Okay, can I? It doesn't say, do way, enough damage. The hmm. the the false ending thing. I thought it was the end. I didn't watch all the credits. I just alt F four out of the game, and I was going <laughs> to oh the next my gosh, thing. Gosh, and never, I was like, never no, no. alt F four past the credits, man. Listen, Never. I just, yeah, it, it happened. Point. So I was like reading about something and I was like, man, I don't remember that part of the storyline. That seems cool. Did I miss something? Incredible. And then I noticed, oh, there's false credits. Oh, shoot. So I reload back in the game. And if you do that, your character ends up back in the same spot where you fight to free what's her face. And you don't really have an objective at all. So I'm just like wandering around killing random enemies. And then I just happen to go back to the main area, the... Uh, control center, the executive, whatever it's called. And it goes right into the cutscene from what happened before. So if you didn't know what you were doing and you kind of hop back into the game to do something and then jump there, it would just automatically play the next part of the game for you. I thought that was weird, but I'm glad I read something because otherwise game also would not have been on my list. Well, at least it doesn't just interrupt you in the middle of all the stuff that you're already doing, like Far Cry yeah. 5. <laughs> oh my god nope you're trapped now by the way <laughs> the story's happening stop having yeah. fun sorry you're in the middle of a mission that mission fails now and you have to redo it later far cry 5 that's why far cry 5 wasn't on my list <laughs> <laughs> all right uh yeah it's gonna be control for me yeah i didn't i didn't play three houses no. Control is also very close to being on my list. I'm going to go with Control. Fire Emblem for me. I beat both of these, and I will vote for Control. Fire Emblem. Control takes it. 3-2. All right, here we go. Fire Emblem. Very good game. A lot of fun. I will I also mean, go on record. Fire Emblem Three Houses is my least favorite Fire Emblem game I've played. <laughs> really? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Man, you had yeah. a bad year. I know. Wow. Hey. Oh, dude, they put a Fire Emblem game on the Switch. I'm so excited. Oh, oh it's fine. <laughs> the real issue, it's not hard at all. It I is played on the hardest difficulty the you can problems. play at the start, and it is cakewalk easy. Holy shit. It's like you, you held back all the negatives, hoping that it would <laughs> I be control. I was, I was the only one fighting for it. But, God, <laughs> I did, man, disappointing. That's it's so hard. weird, because it's like, 
they added Persona stuff to Fire Emblem. I, know, I, th- I feel like, like it'd be up here. You would think. Alley. But like in Persona, there's not like, oh, talk to these people who are scattered over this wide area. It's like, hey, what do you want to do? Here's a list of the things you can do. And it's like, oh, yeah. I'm going to ha- go hang out with Ryuji. And you do that. That does it's seem like, like a much oh, more streamlined way to deal with book. it. Here's a book. Whose book is that? I don't know. Okay. You should talk to everyone for an hour. The one that gets me. <laughs> fucking kill me. You know a character is scared of ghosts. You get a thing and it's like, oh, you should probably give this to someone who's scared of ghosts. You try not to give that it to character. Like, no, that's not mine. Yeah. Like, what? You're the only person that's mentioned being scared of ghosts. It's, it's a completely <laughs> different character. It's very yeah. confusing. They it's also so really, I think they really butchered the whole three houses thing. Because the whole idea is you go to school with all these characters and you have to fight them all. And it's like, oh, no, I'm fighting my friend. Except you only play with characters within your own goddamn house. So later when you're fighting the other houses, you're like, I don't know who that is. Just fucking kill him. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. So much waste of potential. Anyway, Sekiro versus Sayonara. <laughs> okay, can, I, can, I, can I ask Jake just one question about the, the future? Because it seems every game that you're looking forward to ends up being bad. Are you looking forward to Animal Crossing at all? Medium. Okay, so there's a oh, chance no. it might be good. Cool. Yes. Yeah. All right. Oh, no. Jake, Jake's looking forward to Cyberpunk. Uh, okay, oh. not that much though. So. Okay, good, 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 good. Yeah. <laughs> I am looking good, forward good, good. to Doom though, so everyone temper no. your expectations. Good. Dude. I'm not looking forward to that, so we're fine. Everything's okay. Caleb left, so I can talk about. So, did we talk about Sekiro? We I have not didn't. really talked about Sekiro yet. So it's a From Software game that has really good like one-on-one sword fighting duels. It's all about parrying and timing, and yeah, the sword fights are really, really good. Uh, it's probably got one of my favorite boss fights of all time. It's probably up there. The Lady Ooh. Butterfly fight, I think, is absolutely incredible. It just like boils it down to exactly what it needs to be, just like a sword fight between two equals. Two really equals. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Some more equals. equal than others. How many times yeah. did you die fighting Lady Butterfly, Alex? Uh, I mean, how long is that video? Like seven minutes or something of just me- <laughs> a montage of me dying, and that I threw out like a recording session and a half of footage. <laughs> oh my damn! Gosh. Because it was just too much. I mean, it. I will. It is really hard. I would say it's usually fair. You're free to disagree with me on that. Um, and also, it has some really, really good set pieces. Uh, there's a part, not to give too much away, but there's a part with a snake that I was kind of floored by. I thought it was really well done. Maybe that's because I was expecting zero, but hey, it was still really good. Yeah, Sekiro. <laughs> It's shinobi. They also really love to call you a shinobi, even though it feels like you're really a samurai. That's fine. I'm not too caught up on that. It's Japanese Dark Souls, which is a weird thing to say because Dark Souls is Japanese. There's a lot Man. of stealth, <laughs> so I think it's, it's okay to call you a shinobi, probably. Yes, but don't you throw get started on the stealth. In between ninja and samurai, which I think is the same as shinobi. Okay, you throw shuriken, but you also have a flamethrower. Like, you do. Don't <laughs> add me. You throw that's fireworks not samurai, and that's not constantly. shinobi. That's neither. <laughs> flamethrower guy. <laughs> I will I... say, um, before Aaron just completely trashes it, I will say... I really like this game. It's just too hard. Like, <laughs> the, 
it gives you a really cool feeling when you beat an enemy like Lady Butterfly. And also, like, once you actually nail it, it's the combat's like no other game that I've played mm-hmm. because it actually looks almost choreographed. Yep. And it feels that way too. And you just like feel in tune with the character. But then, like, you find another boss and you have no idea how to beat them. And they're just like stomping into the ground repeatedly. And sometimes they're in weird spots where it takes you way too long to get back to them. And it just gets annoying. And then like you're frustrated for a long time and then you start to get a little bit better. And then you find like, you finally get to the point where you beat them and you feel really good. And then you get the feeling of like, I'm just going to have to do that again in like two seconds because there's a boss (laughs) around the very next corner, probably. So I, I, I would get to the, the point where I'd be like, ah, oh, beat that boss. Okay. I'm going to stop playing for today. Cause that was so stressful. And then like the next day I'd be like, do I want to start playing this? I'm like, I'm just going to do that again. I don't know. And then I just never did. Okay. So hear me out. Take what Alex said, remove all the parts about feeling satisfied when you beat a boss. In fact, remove all the parts about beating a boss and realize that this is the experience that I have playing this game. I am absolute garbage at hard games. I mean the worst, just trash. I want this game to be cool. I want it to be, I, I think it looks really pretty, but I am so bad at, I'm so bad at Souls-like games. It's ridiculous. I think it's very important at this point to point out how much Aaron hated Celeste for a very long time it's true. <laughs> before he got even slightly good at it. I mean, but that's not, and that's now it's not, not a Souls-like game though. So what are, what are you suggesting Aaron do, Caleb? <laughs> just go, you know, maybe just, uh, you know, just, just get good. There it is. That's what I was waiting for. Get good, <laughs> okay. uh, Though, really, oh, about wow. Sekiro, this is one game where there is no other option. It's true. Your options are, in various directions you can travel, there are bosses, all of directions. If you can't beat any of them, your only option is to get better at the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It is no. the same with Celeste. That's an option for some people. That's not necessarily an option for all people, and I am included in that second half. Oh, no. Practice makes perfect, man. You can always get better at it. Practice makes permanent, not perfect. <laughs> what? Mm. Vote now. Yeah, voting time. Voting time. All right, let's do it. Man. Yeah, nope. Mm-mm. I'm going to vote for Sayonara. Hey, I thought negative <laughs> votes weren't a thing. That's not, a, that's not a negative vote. I'm voting for oh, Sayonara. It's technically it a positive vote a negative for because you haven't played Sayonara. I have played Sayonara. I said that earlier. You did? You did? Yes. You played it for a few minutes at PAX. I actually played it for quite a while at PAX. I played it for quite a while at PAX. Well, okay, here's the problem, though. I played it for, like, probably not even five minutes at PAX, and I was like, yeah, that's probably what the whole game is. (laughs) That's exactly what the whole game is. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, yeah. That that is the game. Alex? Uh, Sekiro. 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 Sayonara. Sekiro takes it. 3-2. All right, here we go. Round three, game number 12. Seed three, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order versus number six, or seed six, Resident Evil 2. I didn't know all that stuff about Sekiro. Yeah, Yeah. Star Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is a Sekiro game, but also a Star Wars game. Yeah, see, I don't have a problem (laughs) with pair. I mean, okay, let me me back up. Even in Star Wars, I feel like parrying is a little difficult for me. I don't know if maybe I'm just really not good at understanding timings and how to play games. Listen, you've got bad reflexes, maybe. Jedi Fallen Order. That's what it is. Jedi Fallen Order is like all the stuff that I said that was good about Sekiro that I I liked that part. 
except for it's like a little bit easier. So it's, I played the whole thing. I would say much easier. Yeah, I would definitely say much easier. Definitely say okay, much, much easier. E- yes, much easier. <laughs> but that also means that I could like enjoy it and not be like incredibly stressed about the next encounter I'm going to have. Also, you have force powers, and it's just cool. Yeah, it is. Can you throw firecrackers at a horse to kill it? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I care about. <laughs> no. Um, it's out. Sorry, you can guys. throw horses. You, if there, if you there can was throw horses a horse. at firecrackers. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Please. Firecrackers. But if there was a horse, you could throw it off at a ledge. Oh, and kill it so it has That's that not, i just no? liked in okay. sekiro there's a man you walk up and he's like man this horse died because there were firecrackers <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like wow that is a wild thing to say yeah immediately and then afterwards? you fight a horse and a horse you kill boss. it with firecrackers <laughs> fucking great game uh somebody want to defend resident evil here i mean this is hard because i can't say any bad things about star wars because i didn't play it mm. uh, i think the one bad thing I do know about Star Wars is that it takes place between, what is it, three, episode three and episode four. And they're like, yeah, we're going to rebuild the Jedi Order. <laughs> and if you know anything about Star Wars, you know that didn't happen. <laughs> so, like, right from the jump, you're like, wow, this story cannot possibly matter. Yeah. Like, it's it got has the Rogue to be. One I mean, problem. Yes. Like, man, this story, best case scenario, is mildly entertaining while I experience it. But isn't that just the premise of all of Star Wars, trying to rebuild the Jedi Order? Like well, that? Yeah, it, but, yeah. In the really. movie, you don't know what's going to happen necessarily. Yeah. Okay, it's like I if at the beginning saying. of A New Hope, it they could, were you like, could bring back the Jedi Order. In this oh, case, there's that's no not chance. even at the end of A New Hope. They blow up the Death Star. Something happens. Yeah, that's true. I don't. I don't know that there's a parallel. I know that's not a great argument, but like I said, I haven't played it, so I can't argue against it. I just really freaking liked Resident Evil 2, man. It's the most enjoyable game I played this year. Uh, I, w- I will say the story takes kind of a backseat to the, the game. Absolutely. Like, the game part of it is what you're there for. That's very good. The game part is a, a, a cross between the new Tomb Raider games. Freaking yes, it is. And Sekiro. When you were like, hey, this thing's kind of like tomb raider in the sense that you have all these like side tombs you can go and they're puzzles and it's star wars also oh man yeah, yeah those are good puzzles spot on it is mm-hmm. it's freaking great it's tomb raider but with the combat of sekiro mm-hmm. i also don't know is anyone else like burned out on star wars by now no like i feel like star wars hasn't been good in my lifetime the can I, can I have so Star Wars? That's not true. No, it's not. pretty true, I feel like. Okay. The 2005 Battlefront 2 may possibly be one of the I best third-person shooters. It's probably the best Star Wars thing that has come out while I have been alive. I don't know. Uh, KOTOR. Uh, KOTOR. Uh, Dude, any Dark of the um, Rogue Squadron <laughs> games. Yeah, Rogue Actually, when did really Dark good. Forces even come out? 95. Oh, yeah. That was I don't think I can be burnt out with it just because in this case specifically because I've been waiting for a Star Wars game that's not Battlefront for forever. Yeah. Yeah. Like since since Disney was like, oh, yeah, we bought it. We're going to do stuff with it. And then then they gave it to to EA and EA proceeded to cancel 
two different it? Star Wars games back to back. That 1313 looked freaking lame. That yeah, was right. going to be the best Star Wars game ever. And they were just like, no. And I'm just like, please, somebody make a game that's in the Star Wars universe that's not Battlefront. Please. Hey, man, there was uh, Force Unleashed. <laughs> yeah. And I think yeah, Force that, Unleashed, that was... too. Force Unleashed, I liked. Let's not talk about two. I... I actually heard a uh, very good argument of why Force Unleashed is a bad Star Wars game, but this is uh, by Jedi Fallen Order is a good Star Wars game, and it has everything to do with the costumes of the characters. Okay, I'm not gonna say that sounds stupid, but that's <laughs> maybe the dumbest thing I've ever I heard. I mean, it sounded very <laughs> stupid, but when they're like pointing it out of just being like all of the costumes that use because if you look at Star Wars. Part of the costuming of Star Wars is is it, it's got to look a little bit seventies. That's just that's the, because Star Wars came out right. in the seventies. This is stupid. Here's yeah, because <laughs> right, costumes in Fallen Order, you put on trash bags as ponchos. Yep, yep. <laughs> and those not attractive. So not I feel attractive. Like it's got a down still. I'd say not attractive, but it still looks better than the dumb shit that you did in uh, Force <laughs> Unleashed. All right, my vote: Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, and I know I lost this one, but Resident Evil 2. Yeah, sorry, Jake. Star Wars. Star Wars. I do like Resident one. Evil. For what it's worth, I guess. I'm All so right, on to the Holy shit. last <laughs> one of round three. Game number 13. Uh, seed 1, The Outer Worlds versus Seed 8, Children of Morta. All right, I concede. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got freaking love Children of Morta, but it ain't beating Outer Wilds. Or outer worlds. Whoops. Yeah. How <laughs> the outer worlds. Sorry. Outer wilds. Can and we also the can outer we just worlds. do Got the it. obligatory? Who released these two games <laughs> with the same goddamn name <laughs> in the same year? <laughs> I'm so upset. Hey, for I, what it's worth, Outer Wilds came out first. Yeah, That's true. It did. Should we just go ahead and vote? Yeah. 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 All right. Outer worlds. Yeah. Morta's like super super good. But Outer Worlds. The Outer Worlds, please. <laughs> the the Outer Worlds. Them. The Outer Worlds, yeah. Uh, Morda. Wow. Worlds. Just, you just want to give it one vote so it doesn't get five vote. Outer Worlds wasn't on my list, and Morda was. I was, was. going to say, yeah. I, think mm, I guess that's true. That's true to it. Okay. Uh, on to the semifinals. Here we go. Uh, game number 14. Seed 2 Sekiro Shadow, Shadows Die Twice versus Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, man. I know I'm going <laughs> to lose this one. I'll, I'll die with you on this hill. <laughs> As a true friend. All right. I'm going to talk about Sekiro a little bit. I think Sekiro is almost the epitome of the Dark Souls games because it has that mentality of there is no way to win this game unless you actually get better at it. And I think, it's, I think it does a good job of teaching you how to get better at it. I will say... Not nearly as good as Celeste, which I think is the best game I've ever played that makes you get better at it and shows you how. But I think Sekiro does a good job with it. And I think it's constantly interesting with the abilities that you pick up and the leveling system. I like Sekiro a lot. I have a ton of fun. I played it two and a half times through. That's a lot. Can I be mean to Sekiro? You can. Because I really want to like Sekiro. And there are times where I really do like Sekiro. And then there's all the other times that I'm playing Sekiro. <laughs> I, keep, I keep hearing you say Sekiro, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, mean, I feel that. Okay, look, like, because some bosses are Lady Butterfly or Headless Ape, and I'm like, wow, 
that's the coolest fucking shit. Like, yes, this is what I want this game for. And others are like the big fat guy with like 10 ads around him that you have to like deal with every time. That's yes. not fun. Unfortunately, There's... that is the one place where that occurs and it's bad. Yeah, it's really bad, though. It is bad. And then it there's is very bad. the gun guy who has a grab move that you can parry. The game doesn't tell you you can parry it. As mm. to my knowledge, it's the only grab move that you can parry. I didn't know you could parry it. Yeah, I watched a speed run and learned you could fucking parry it because you can't parry grabs. It tells you that explicitly. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but this grab, if you try to dodge it, he just grabs you. Because you gotta parry it, and you didn't parry it. Yeah, you gotta does be ca- very that... careful with that guy's grab. Does it show that, like, red icon when he tries to grab you then, yes. too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Makes the noise, yeah. Because it's case, a grab. Those can't be parried. Yeah, that I makes no sense at it's, all. Oh my god, it's so tilting when you learn that you can parry it. That but, is very upsetting. And then, the st- I kind of mentioned the stealth before. I think the stealth is really bad. I just don't enjoy it. I've started just running through the stealth sections, and my enjoyment the- of the game has increased a lot. The stealth is bad until you pick up an ability that makes stealth better. Is Which means that before whistle? that, you really just can't use stealth. Yeah. You can try, but it's not going to work very well. Which is really, god, man, for a stealth game, having parts where it's just like, man, hey, the stealth doesn't really work. Like, listen, it's, buddy. I don't know that it's even a stealth game, though. Like, like, you can it, stealth through it. it. it like, it's like kind of like it a is. Dishonored feel. Like, you can just sprint through and just deal with everybody by fighting them. I, I mean, I guess. I don't know, though. Like, the fact that there are so many stealth mechanics... It's still a good game. It just, it frustrates me. Also, there is so much talking. Like, man. <laughs> Sekiro? Yeah, man. Like, I'm just like, much. look, I want to go to the next boss, and this kid's like, hang on, but I'm immortal, and let me tell you all about it. I'm like, listen, punk, I don't give a single fuck about your deal. <laughs> I just want to go. is not very much talking in Sekiro. I feel like compared to most Souls-like <laughs> games, though, there's like a lot. Not even like even compared to Bloodborne, there's not a lot. Maybe maybe the difference is that I really don't care for the setting. Like Bloodborne's like, hey, That's here's steampunk Victorian England with the plague, but the plague turns people into werewolves. And I'm like, yeah. And this one's like, hey, you remember Japan? That's <laughs> the that. setting we picked. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh, the there's like there's some big guys. And ghosts. And also, oh my god, curse. Fuck curse. Curse can suck my dick. It's yeah, a terrible mechanic, stuff. and I hate it. It's bad. It works it, really well sometimes. It was bad in Bloodborne. It's bad in this. It's just a bad mechanic. Like it, what the headless eight fight has. He has a one move that does tear, and you just have to dodge it in a specific way. That works you can, really good. You can block it with a shield. Okay, if you have the right upgrade for it, right? Yeah. Well, no, like just base shield blocks. Really? I That's think cool. So. I like that. What I don't like is regular enemies that just do tear. For the record, tear is you have this bar, and if it fills up, you die. And your base healing item does not recover it. There's an expendable item that'll get rid of it, and I think you can upgrade your gourd eventually to get rid of it. Yeah. To be completely fair, all of the enemies that deal it that you can't block with a shield are optional bosses. Sure. That that is fair. But I still don't like um, it. What about the really, really cool part of dragon rot and how you're gonna die a billion times in this I game hate, i hate dragon rot so <laughs> and much. dragon rot progresses on all the people that you're trying to not get killed yeah. every time you die like it's basically a non-mechanic it's yeah it's it's pretty easy to deal with but it, it really just means that there's like a 
90% chance I'm going to miss your side quest. Because I'm going to find you, you're going to be sick, and I'm going to move on. Like, ugh, I don't like Dragon Rot. I don't. It think is annoying American that game. it interrupts quests. That is super yeah. annoying. I don't think it should. But I like. I'm all for. Otherwise, it's a punishing you on death. But I thought dropping souls is such a good mechanic because I drop my souls and I go, oh, I need to try one more time so I can get those back. Here, I die and I see that you know the drunk child is dying, and I'm like, great, some character I haven't even met is dying because I suck. <laughs> that just makes me want to stop playing. They don't actually die, though. It doesn't tell you that. I, well, it tells you that, oh, they got Dragon Rot, which is dying. Yeah. Right? Like, it's still right. a really good game. When it works, it works really well. I think there's also just a lot of parts where it doesn't for me. Yep. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, if you wanted to say something else, you can. I, just, well, I feel I, like we know the result of this. One. I mean, I think I appreciate the idea that you're able to say some bad things about Sekiro. And I was thinking through some of the things that I thought were strange about Star Wars. Um, oh, one, I mean, <laughs> one, one of the things that I think is kind of weird. And I'm glad you guys mentioned it when I first started playing when you were like, hey, you should go to Dathomir. Like, you know, just go to Dathomir. Just go show up at Dathomir. It's, it's probably a good place to go early on yeah, in the game. Check it out, man. Just check yeah. Out Dathomir. Um, you know. If you don't go there, you kind of are missing out on a a pretty important <laughs> pretty aspect of the game for a while. Pretty yeah, big upgrade. pretty big upgrade. And it's weird that they don't just tell you that to go to, to go there automatically because I think that's no. almost like sixty or almost seventy five percent way through the game where you actually have to go to Dathomir. Mm-hmm. Right. So there would have been a big portion of the game where you just don't get to play with a double saber. And if if you mouse over it on the map, it's like, hey, you don't have to go here yet, but I guess you can if you want. Yeah. Okay, yeah. they specifically call out you can go anywhere you want, okay? That's up to you. Do you want to go to this spot, which is going to progress the story? Or do you <laughs> yeah. want to explore around and see what else you can find? That's up yeah. to you. You can do what you want. Yeah. I, also, I, the spot where they put the double saber is also the spot where they start introducing like crowds that you actually need to use it to control them. Yeah. That, I don't think that's true. It has a really good upgrade that's useful against a lot of enemies that you fight on different planets that you wouldn't have otherwise. Specifically the Gatling gun guys. Uh, yeah. I, I'm going to be honest, I played 97% of the game without the double saber, even though I got it early. Yeah, it's only useful against I just didn't and the Gatling gun guy. I didn't like it. it's incredibly useful against I them. don't like it at all. But I think it's key to... like. Why wouldn't you have that early on? Why wouldn't that just be something that you can use? Yeah. That you'd get from part of the normal storyline. The other thing I well, think I mean, is weird I about guess this. If it's as unimportant as you guys think it is, then why not it be an exploration upgrade? True. Uh, the, the two other things I think about I, I are weird about this game. Every time you open a freaking box and the little robot has to jump in and you have to wait around for like 10 Very seconds. For him to, I'm mm-hmm. like, can we please just have a skip button for this? Like, you watch it the first time, it's like, okay. Kind That's of cute. Vaguely cute and neat. Oh my gosh. The upgrade where he takes over the droids? Mm. So freaking yeah. good. Yeah, it's okay. really good. Did you I ever get that to so work? so hard the first time it happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can. It's no okay, problem. because I yeah. got that upgrade, and then I tried various times to get it to actually use it rather than just lightning sabering all of the droids to death and i'm just like eh, fuck it i'm just gonna keep killing all the droids i mean it seems to you have to get them what are you talking disabled about? once you get them disabled you can use the droid to take it over you just pull them to you i get take yeah. it over no. of course pull them 
Oh, also, uh, before the, we vote, the real reason Sekiro wins is because you use firecrackers to kill a horse. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said hey, about the, uh, the chest opening thing. Yeah. Uh, you didn't mention that you open a chest underwater. Still does that animation. Yep. Still does it. Yeah. <laughs> same it really? animation. And same exact wow. sound effects. No muffled Ex- underwater <laughs> sound effects. Except for, exactly except for the droid doesn't hop off your shoulder and into it because you're swimming. Right. Yeah. So it does wow. the animation just without anything doing anything to it. It's just it the only animation no they sense. put in the game to open it's the chest. Very strange. <laughs> Um, the only other thing I was going to mention is, uh, enemy variation, because I do feel like there, there are like a significant number of different stormtroopers, but when you fight, like even the guys on Dathomir, they're just basically stormtroopers with just a different skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't There's really. Not a lot of enemy variety. No. And even the guys who are shooting bows, it's like, okay, that's basically the same thing as a stormtrooper because they're shooting. I mean, they're not shooting an arrow. They're shooting like right. a laser anyways. So you're just uh, the club guys are it like normal. They have different attack patterns, and then also the laser guys have some stuff you can't reflect that makes them a little bit different. Tiny bit. I really liked the, I don't whatever the purge troopers or whatever they are that you fight with the little uh, purple lightsaber yes. like things. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I wish you, they had you know some why more you variation like of that. Why? Because that's Sekiro like combat. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking, I'm so bad at parrying. All right, here we go. Voting time. <laughs> uh, it's going to be Star Wars for me. Yeah, Fallen Order, man. Sekiro. Sekiro. Star Wars. All right, Star Wars Yay. takes it. Three, two. Hey, see, this is this is okay because remember Thanks last year when I yeah. freaking I mean, really it's... wanted God of War to win and, uh, and we, we let it die dark. in the freaking semifinal. <laughs> God damn, don't even get me started on this thing again, man. All right, here we go. Semi-finals. This is going to be the same thing, Aaron. You're going to play Sekiro, and you're going to be like, oh, I love it. It should have won. <laughs> I'm going to pull an Alex next Just year. Just like, like Celeste. Um, so one of, my, one of my honorable mentions is Sekiro. Uh, no. Um, semifinals, game number 15, Seed 1, The Outer Worlds versus Seed 4, Control. Man, this is... Um, I, I mean, I had both these games on my list, but... We have not talked about the Outer Worlds much. I we have not. Alex liked it the most of us. Yeah, I'm yeah. Him on the spot, but do you want to talk about it? Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, Outer Worlds is sort of um, a Bethesda RPG, but not. It's like polished <laughs> like, and get. It's it's like an Obsidian guys. RPG because they made uh, New Vegas right, which was mm-hmm. the game after three Fallout Three. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. They just wanted to do that again, but they didn't have any of the Bethesda IPs to do it with, so they made their own IP up. And they trimmed like a ton of the fat out of it. Um it's like very streamlined and straightforward. It's only like thirty hours long ish. Yeah, probably not even actually. I mean And that just means that all the content that's in there is actually worth doing and good. Um, at least in my opinion. Uh, a couple of things about this game that really put it over the top for me. I get, I mean, I mentioned this on the podcast before probably, but the structure and character stuff gives me huge Mass Effect vibes. Yeah. And I just love that so much. You just, you're collecting this cast of characters, putting them on your ship in between like major story beats. You go back to your ship, you talk to everybody on your ship. They got cool stuff to say. Well, let's be clear. You've got it's it's all about Pavardi. 
Yeah. yeah. Brevard is, is she's awesome. Brevard yeah, is amazing. Brevard. She's got like the most in-depth um, side story. What do they call those in, in Mass Effect? Um, loyalty missions? Loyalty yeah, missions. Right. I mean, they're basically loyalty missions for the mm-hmm. different characters that you have. Yeah. Um, and hers is super cool. And all the other characters are pretty good, too. Uh, the the uh, religious guy, what's his name? He His was like my Shepherd. second favorite. Shepard. Oh, really? <laughs> Shepard. <laughs> this is also super good. It's nice twists and turns. It's got some weird... Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, drug adventure at the end of it. Yep. Uh, yeah, and it's pretty much like the... The writing in the game and like the Man. the um, corporation stuff that they do, like the late stage capitalism, like all these corp- corporations run everything and everybody has to be like indentured to one of them, essentially. Uh, and if you like go against your corporation, like they they punish you like d- death is considered like an affront to it's property damage. Yeah, property yeah. damage, yeah. company <laughs> property. You will be slain uh, for death. Yeah, okay. if you die. Speaking speaking of corporation type stuff, I freaking love uh, like things like it's not the best choice, it's Spacer's choice. So <laughs> like, oh my god, it's so line. good. All of their stuff. I'm like looking at some of the slogans right now just to remind myself. Um, you've tried the best, now try the rest. They're just like it's so good. And the guy who wears I don't know his name, but the guy who has like the moon head, the Spacer's choice salesman. Yes, yes. Yeah. There you go, Spacer's choice salesman. It pretty much everything he says is excellent. He's hilarious. You, you just have like a really long conversation with him that doesn't have any bearing on the on story anything. or like a side quest or anything, but it's amazing. I think it is legitimately my favorite part of that game. <laughs> it's just checking if that man is okay. <laughs> you put on his same helmet and talk to him. Yeah. Man. You're like, hey, same hat. <laughs> so good. Of course you like this game. There's hats. Yeah. That's, yeah, man. that's all it takes, man. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, there's no hats in control. Or Sekiro. True. Good Resident game Evil has 2 hats. has hats. <laughs> you, there's even an achievement for shooting off Mr. X's hat. Yep, there, there it is. Oh, Best well. game. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I would really like to defend control here, but I just don't think there's any way that it can beat. I mean, the look, words. man, if you're going to defend it, now's the time. Yeah. Um, it is probably one of the most mind-bending games I've played. They're like the way that they build the story and I sorry, build the world. The story is cool, but the way that they build the world in that game is just crazy, especially so cool. the freaking maze It is just. Yeah. I mean, that game just takes like, like a 90 degree turn and you it just becomes a completely different game when you get to that point where you go through and you listen to the uh, with the headphones. And then at the end, the last like two hours of gameplay. It's just awesome. It's. I think something I didn't expect that, you know, I would really like it because the first half was so repetitive. Yeah. Last week you said not even top five, man. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. And now I was it's, annoyed with it. It's what, like second on your list, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was that, honestly annoyed with that first part of it. I think that makes a lot of sense because I stopped playing in that first part and I'm annoyed with this game. Yeah. It has it has a lot of potential every now and then it doesn't where I'm like, hey, that's really cool. And then, you know, the combat starts again. I'm like, oh, this again. It really is. That is the one part that I didn't like about the game. The combat is so freaking repetitive. Oh, also, this is going to be really petty. There are these pickups, right? Like collectibles in the game. 
and some of them you get and it's like oh dude this is like a creepy children's cartoon learning about like getting trapped in the shadow dimension or whatever and i'm like wow that's really cool and other ones are like pete took my lunch today and i'm sad and I'm like, why did I read this? You just wasted my time. I walked all the way over here pretty slowly because the move speed's not great. Nope. And I picked it up and I read it, and it's boring, pointless garbage. Like, don't waste my time, Control, please. Did you get to the point where you had Dash? Uh, yeah, I think I, that was actually the most recent thing okay. that I picked up. So you got. That's I feel like cool. there's two things at this, moment, at this point. Very few of the pointless... Thing. And a lot of the stuff you read is actually super interesting lore wise. I feel like almost all the ones I've picked up, I'm like, man, like to the point that I've actually thought maybe I'd have more fun if I stopped picking these up. Oh, huh. the other thing we haven't mentioned, but this game is uh, RTX capable and the reflections oh, in this pretty. game are so freaking ridiculous. The reflections I have been are nuts running down a hallway and I'll just be like, oh, God, is that an enemy over there? And it's just me running next to like a freaking window. <laughs> It's yeah. like reflections I mean, work as expected. Oh yeah. my gosh, it's crazy. They're they're really good. Yeah. Also, that game's very, very just entire world building, I think, is phenomenal. It's so interesting. There's yep. so many interesting pieces of lore to pick up around. And the altered items, that's the best part of the game. There's these weird items that do weird things, and you gotta like track them down and deal with them. And I think they're the most fun part of that. It is so cool. Uh did anybody happen to go through the jukebox? No, I've done it once, but I realized as I was playing it, it was your save file since you played it on my Epic account. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was Don't like, wait, epic. why don't I have shields or dash? What's happening? <laughs> See, now you understand. Not dash, but <laughs> I was very upset. Yeah, I kept trying to use shield to block some shots from some enemies. It wasn't coming up. And I was like, what's See, going on? Now you know why I was so annoyed with the first part of that game. <laughs> it's literally me like dashing around to pick up health while I'm throwing stuff and then I'll shoot on occasion. Yeah, it, it pays a little bit to explore in that game. Yeah, clearly. The jukebox um, is post-game content, by the way. Yes. They added that like after the release. Yeah, it didn't exist when I beat the game. That's what I, I didn't... When you mentioned that you not, hadn't done it, I was like, oh, that seems strange, because it's like a pretty up-in-your-face thing that they talk about. Yeah, I knew they were going to release um, end-game content, but I thought it was going to come in a DLC, and I kept looking at the Epic Store never seeing that Control had a new DLC, so I was like, oh, there's nothing then. But I guess they just put it in the base game. Um, I think my, my last biggest defense for this is just, just a really cool IP. And I think they could expound upon this, just this universe in Absolutely. other ways. Yeah, it's like, I mean, they could take what this game is and just make it even more crazy and, you know, world changing elements of it. And I, I mean, I think I would love it because it's just so neat. So unique. Yeah, it's it's so open for any number of crazy things to just happen yep. because the world's built that way. Oh. Also, not that I'm still better about Resident Evil 2, but if Resident Evil 2 <laughs> loses points for being a remake, Control loses points for just ripping off the SCP wiki <laughs> for its entire concept. <laughs> I think it loses significantly less points because it's an know. actual game and that was not. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like it loses points. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Voting time. Uh, the Outer Worlds for me. The Outer Worlds. Yeah, it's Outer Worlds. Control. Control. Ooh. Well, I'm surprised you guys like Outer Worlds so much since it's just like kind of just a good version of a lot of bad RPGs. Can I be clear? I don't super love Outer Worlds. I think it was my dead last one that made my <laughs> It list. was your dead last one. Yes. Yeah. 
but Control did not make my list. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. I mean, to me, it's just, I think, I, I mean, tell me, like, for you guys, was, was uh, Fallout New Vegas your fa- favorite Fallout? Yeah. Fallout New Vegas crashed so much that I had to stop playing it. <laughs> so, like, that's a tough question for me. Yeah, okay, fine. It was my favorite Fallout. I don't think you can so fault cool. a game for being a good version of things that people have tried before. No, I mean, I, I think you can give it only less good things to say about it. I don't know if that's the same as faulting it. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Like, you, you say that, and I'm just like, I don't, Celeste is just a good platformer. There's billions. <laughs> There's, like, so many platformers out there that are almost, like, the same concept. I mean, that you is can true, say that about a lot of games, Cel- though, right? Celeste is designed so well. Celeste and is I don't, insane. I don't know that the Outer Worlds is necessarily designed in such a better way. It just does some things better than a lot of you know, not particularly great RPGs. Speaking of Celeste, that should have been on one of our honorable mentions. Freaking Chapter 9. Dude, if Chapter 9 could be on this <laughs> list, it would be my number one. Yeah, I know. It's so freaking good. It was basically a whole game's worth content. Um, okay, so here we go. On to the finals. Uh, game number 16. We have C number 1, The Outer Worlds, versus C number 3, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And that's a toughie. I'm not complaining about Outer Worlds again. It's <laughs> not bad. I don't. I have. I really don't have a horse in this race. So I'm just gonna bitch about the one that I played. I don't either. Outer Worlds is too easy. I played it on the the highest difficulty that didn't have survival bullshit. <laughs> and it's so it's so easy. Like the whole last part, you just put on a disguise, and you can basically just walk through the whole end. Like conceptually, I really like the end because there's like a main antagonist and you like have a conversation with them instead of a gunfight. Like that's at least an option. But at the same time, they don't introduce this main antagonist until like mm, like the last hour or so, like maybe last few hours. And even then, you don't really talk to them very much. Like they kind of come in at the twilight hour and they're like, oh, by the way, I'm the main antagonist. See you in a second. Yeah. And then you go (laughs) to like deal with them and it's. I feel like it would have been better if they introduced them earlier and you like sure kind of had a rapport earlier, but they mean nothing to you. Yeah, like that really, I think, undercut because the ending feels like it could be really cool, but you you don't know this woman, which I feel like it kind of loses something there. I mean, you know, conceptually mind? who I mean, the bad guy sure, is. Sure, sure. Yeah. But like, I don't know, dude. Nice to have a face with the concept. Yeah, well, to like feel like, oh, dude, I want to beat this guy, or like, man, right? I know who this person is. Not just like, oh, hey, it's the bad guy. Like, there's so many opportunities for them to like show them on a vid screen, giving some like, I don't know, any talk. Yeah, talking about new laws or whatever, but that never happens. Okay. Since we were talking about bad things out of worlds, let's talk about bad things Star Wars again. Is anybody getting <laughs> tired of freaking Sith Lords wearing masks? Yeah. No. Really? Would you prefer that they're all like masked? Yeah. If that's, that's the case, is, man. why why wouldn't they just let it be where it was like she didn't she didn't take off her mask until towards the end of the game? Because she reveals herself pretty early in the game. Whoa, mm-hmm. she reveals herself, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My vote's changing. My Tell thought me more. <laughs> Say no. uh, I had the same problem with Kylo and yeah. how early he revealed himself. Yeah. Yep. Whoa, I... whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, that's no problem. I I just I, I want it to be one or the other. Either put on a mask and don't show me who you are for a long time. How about I 
we're like having a lightsaber duel and somehow your mask gets damaged and so it comes off and now I know who you are. Well, that'd be great. Right. Or let's just reveal who the antagonist is from the beginning because it kind of ruins the whole mystery part about it. Man, let's be clear about maybe... Fallen Order. You know who she is the instant that they mention that she exists in the world. You're like, oh, yeah. oh it's that person, so it's, obviously. It's the Arkham Knight problem. Yeah. Where they're like, by the way, here's this character who's not on screen yet. They probably won't come up, but we're going to yep. tell you about it really specifically. It's like, okay. Yes. You instantly know it's them. So it doesn't matter when they reveal themselves. You know. I yeah, I would, I would agree. The second that they're like, oh, yeah, I had an apprentice. And I was like, where's she at? <laughs> and then they're like, oh, well, she died. And I was like, no, she didn't. Oh, that's true. Because you find out literally like right when you get on the ship. Right? The first time. Yeah. She like she she's she like I very much is just like yes I I cut off oh. my force feed because of it, my apprentice and I was like oh it's I guess it's not necessarily the first time but it's after you vi visit the tower on the first planet and then you go back to the ship because you've been given a sort of task yeah I mean I had a lot of complaints with Star Wars but I at least liked it because it was Star Wars I I think that there was a lot of things that they could have done better i will not say that it is a perfect game i think there is a lot of flaws in the game design and the mechanics of the game but it had a very fun core gameplay loop that i just continuously wanted to just use my force powers and the lightsabers and get into fights like i i didn't care about xp or anything i just wanted to do that and explore and solve puzzles because it was fun and they made it fun and i i think that was like why it was a good game i mean yeah. no no joke, if they just added some like leafy fauna that you could be sort of crouched in and move around in the game, it's just Tomb Raider at that point. Thought you were going to say Sekiro. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you need a bow, man. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, sort of some long range weapon. That's another it's weird thing. It's called Force Push. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yo, The Outer Worlds, I also played it on that difficulty. I'll agree. It's uh, not the hardest game. It's but so also, easy. incredibly easy. Holy shit. Also, right. the end of that game, when you're like way it's too powerful for anything. Yes. It's also a lot of fun. I mean, <laughs> it is. Literally, I got to end game and decided I would just switch to using melee weapons. Yeah. <laughs> Have I put any points in it? Not since like last level. But yeah, I can one shot like most people if I get the drop on them. Or even I've... just like just run in and start swinging. It's probably fine. I did a full melee build halfway through the game. I switched up my build to be full melee and science and got a big silent science hammer. One shot every enemy. There it is. <laughs> every single one. Doesn't matter if combat had already started. Yeah. One hit everything. Also, that combat hammer, I think, was no broken when fun. you played it, right? Was it broke? I don't think it was broken. It was anyway. bugged. I don't think so. Prismatic hammer? I know it was bugged originally. I don't know if it was when you were playing it or not. I don't know. But I it never did, heard like, about it way, way too much damage. But yeah, I, I one-hit everything from about half the game on. But uh, does anybody mind a uh, minor spoiler for the end? Nope. Nope. Because I, I played a dumb character. First of all, a lot of really hilarious voice lines in that game for dumb characters. But at the end of the game, you're on a ship, and you got to like do a skip jump or whatever they call it, and mm -hmm. you got to jump the ship somewhere. In Ada, your AI is like, all right, I got everything. All the calculations done. I'm good to go. And my character's like, wait, Ada, I got this. And she's like, uh, no, I think it's a good idea if I do it. And you're like, no, 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 Ada, please allow me. 
And she's like, wait, I already have all the calculations. It's all good. I think I should do it. And you're like, no, Ada, it's on me. I got it this time, okay? And she's like, <laughs> okay, I guess so. And then you skip the ship into the sun. <laughs> That's and it rolls amazing. credits, right? It, Very it ends good the ending. game. Yeah, credits. It ends. There you wow. go. There you go. That's really good. Very, wow. very good ending. All yeah, right, the end of that game, I, I did like a sniper build, first of all, and I got these traits that would let me like crit on headshots, like basically every headshot. And then I also upgraded the slow-mo stuff a ton. So I'd walk into a room, press the slow-mo button, headshot everybody. <laughs> they would wasn't, all die. Wasn't there also a trait that you crit after you killed somebody? Yeah. yeah. So you just headshot the first person from invisible, crit them, and then you yep. crit every person after that. And then I would headshots. crit every single, every single other person, and then it would be done. And I got the thing that would like refill your slow-mo meter on each kill also. <laughs> so like, I would just That's be in slow-mo, so crit ridiculous. everybody's head. They would all die. I'd be like, yeah, quick, this room's done. Cool. It was a lot of fun. I don't know. Cool game. All right, here we go. Voting time. Yeah. Fall in order for me. Oof. oof. Outer Worlds. I still have not played Fall in Order, so it's Outer Worlds. I think I'm going to abstain. Wow. Star I've beaten Wars. Both of them, but Sorry, I don't... Caleb. Caleb. Why'd you even bother saying that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, here, let me sell you on it. Star Wars sucks dick. <laughs> let me Outer tell you on it. The Outer Worlds are original IP. So much fun. Necessarily. Let me, Outer Worlds is an original IP. Plus, you can put on a moon helmet and yell at another guy with a moon helmet, so it's good. <laughs> oh. Just think of Pavardi. Um, that time you like baked a casserole with her. <laughs> That's not a joke. You bake a casserole with her. It's the best <laughs> part of the game. She's so endearing and earnest she, she wears overalls you can she's also... the only interesting side character also, you can make a cleaning robot who shoots acid at people yeah and i love him <laughs> he is fun all right gameplay is more interesting in fallen order but story dialogue is a lot better in outer worlds so outer worlds Yay. okay as much as I don't want Star Wars. to win, but I don't really want either to win. <laughs> Everything I wanted to win is gone. Yeah, same. <laughs> That's how I felt last year. All right, well, the Outer Worlds wins. Uh, so um, we have, we, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but we are going to be doing a, you know, since we love discussing video games, uh, next, in two weeks, we're going to be doing our video games of the decade. Is it just decade? Okay. Yep. Uh, video games of the decade, which is going to be Alex's podcast. So Alex's podcast. So I'm not going to be running it. He's going to be running everything, top to bottom, because you know it's Alex time. We're not even going to call it a podcast. Here? It's just going to be Alex uh, time. Nope, I'm going to be here. Okay. Are any of us going to participate, or is it just going to be Alex talking? For it's I, just going to be Alex talking. <laughs> He's just talking about his favorite games of the day. I I heard my segment was canceled, so I don't know if <laughs> well, this is this is going to be the official reboot to the segment right here. Mm. Finally. Just um, like we stopped Humble Rumble for a long time, we started back up. <laughs> yeah, for like, like two. Yeah, yeah, so it's okay, Alex. You only have to start back up for one podcast. That's right. <laughs> we stop again. <laughs> also, uh, we've got a podcast coming out next week. Yeah, another community uh, cast. Yeah, we've got our third episode of the community cast. I interviewed the game designers and, and owners of Fire Tower. Super cool. Nice. 
And this is yeah. a busy week because we also have a book club coming out on Whew. the first. So we've got right. so much going on this week. Tune in, subscribe. Alex, was it just you this week on the book club? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> me, Caleb, and Abe okay, read so, yeah. Simon Pegg's autobiography. Oh. Right, well. We started that podcast and Abe had already read the book for next month. Yep. <laughs> so he's so ridiculous. <laughs> okay, well, make sure you tune in for those. Uh, thanks so much for joining us, and we will catch you next time. This week's podcast was edited by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCoslin, Jake John Fetterkyle, Caleb Juno, and Owen Patterline. This week's music was again brought to you by Amer. You can check out his music on Spotify, or you can also check it out on soundcloud.com forward slash Amer. Additionally, you can check out everything that we do, We Are The Horizon, at our website, www.wearethehorizon.com. We have a lot of video posts as well as links to other content we've done in the past. Again, thanks so much for joining us, and we'll catch you next time.